another fun-filled episode of Where I Long to Be, a magical trip report podcast. I'm your host, Virginia, coming to you from New York City, just fresh off my Labor Day weekend trip with my family in Walt Disney World. In the next couple of weeks, I'll be publishing an episode where I sit down with my 13-year-old son, Alex, to chat about our trip, and I am so excited to share that with you and give a different perspective from what you might normally hear on a podcast like this, The Opinion of a Teenager. While you look forward to that episode being released, I have saved all the stories that I did during the trip to a highlight bubble on my Instagram profile if you want to check that out. And I would love to connect with you over there on Instagram. So please follow Where I Long to Be podcast if you are so inclined. Before we get into the interview, I want to remind everyone that I'm always looking for people with upcoming trips to be trip report guests. No experiences needed, just excitement for your trip and a willingness to sit down and chat both before and after your trip occurs. The interest form is linked in the show notes. Now, without further delay, let's get into this week's episode. Today, you'll hear my interview with Brent, a longtime Disney fan a Disney Vacation Club member, and a member of my extended Ohana through my husband, Charles. And just as a reminder, Ohana means family. Buckle up, because once we get talking Disney, it was pretty hard to stop. So now let's get to the main event. Welcome to the podcast. Brent, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. So you and I, actually, we are family. Yep, there, there are pictures of me and your husband in diapers. Yes, so we are related through marriage and have connected also on our love of Disney. Can you just tell everybody who's listening, how long have you been going to Disney and what specifically got you into the Disney parks? Um, well, I've been going since I was a, I think somewhere around a year and a half, two years old with my family. My uh, grandparents lived down there, so I went down there for a lot of my years um, growing up. And then when I met my wife while we were in college, we she's never been there. So I ended up taking her once uh, while we were young, and she fell in love with it. And then one day for her 30th birthday and my son's third birthday, we were sitting around deciding what to do. And it went from a couple of days in Vegas to almost a week in Disney uh, and bringing our son and making it a whole family trip. And then from there, uh, we found out about a little thing called DVC or Disney Vacation Club. Uh, we ended up buying in 2003 and uh, we started going and originally, about every other year, we found out that we wanted a little bit more, so we ended up buying a second one. And now uh, my kids are 24 and 20, and we're going there in three days. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yes, in the in the DVC community, that's what we call add-onitis. So you you think you have enough points, you want more points. I'm at the point where. I want more points, but I have not pulled the trigger to get more points from my original purchase yet. Yeah, we we actually bought originally 200 points and it was good enough, but we just wanted that little bit more. We were actually looking for a hundred more, but at the time they were building Bay Lake Tower. So they had a deal if you'd buy 160 points, you get your name on the fountain as a founding family. So I 
me and my wife Pam discussed it and said, well, that's something that's going to last for years and years that when my grandkids go to Disney, they can look and see our name on the fountain. So we ended up getting the 160 extras. Now I have 360. Nice. And so the the first contract, was it also, where where was it? Oh, that was Saratoga. In 2003, we bought into that. Okay. So we were one of the original ones of Saratoga also. And I stayed there for the first time um, during the pandemic, I think. And I loved it. We stayed in one of the renovated rooms over in the preferred area that was Mm -hmm. closest to Disney Springs. And I thought it was great. And I actually liked it better than Bay Lake Tower. (laughs) You know what? When we first went to Bay Lake Tower, we vowed never to go there again. Um, The problem with that is a lot of times if it rains, the monorail shuts down. And the Mm -hmm. only way to get from Magic Kingdom to Bay Lake is walk the path, which Mm -hmm. isn't that great when you have little kids and it's raining, thundering and lightning. But Mm -hmm. we our last trip a year ago, we ended up taking it and overlooking the Magic Kingdom to see the fireworks show. And it was one of the best views I've ever had with the music pumping into the room and okay. overlooking the magic kingdom and seeing the fa- the fireworks that way. It was so magical that it changed the light on that place that now we kind of like it, but uh-huh. Saratoga will always be my kid's favorite location. Yeah. And you've also reached the point, obviously long ago with your kids where <laughs> they're adults and <laughs> you don't have to worry about strollers and and crying children and and that sort of thing exactly right rain it's not a big deal we could all run for it and stuff like that uh so yeah i mean definitely disney has changed majorly from when my there were little kids to now when they're adults we do disney totally different than we did 10 15 years ago that's what i always say is for some people, I think, I understand. There are plenty of families who it's a once-in-a-lifetime trip. But if it's mm-hmm. a place that you love and you enjoy, you can continue to go back and always find new things to do, and it can grow with your family. And it's not the same as it was when you first started going. I mean, I've only been going since Alex was five with him, and he's 13 now. And we've just had already so many phases of what a Disney trip is like with every age of that kid. Yeah, every year it's something totally different. I mean, even now, we try to always do one or two new things every single time we go. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's so great about Disney is just they're always adding, they're always changing, and there's always something that you can find, especially like a few years ago, the kids were just old enough to do uh, Keys to the Kingdom, which is the tour mm-hmm. of the underground of the Magic Kingdom that I was looking to do for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. So finally, a few years ago, we were able to do it because the kids were old enough. And for me, it was absolutely amazing seeing the tunnels and all that. Really just the sad part is I knew probably just as much as the tour guide, but actually seeing <laughs> it just w- was magical to me. That's on my bucket list, but it's also it's on my list of things I will not do until Alex is old enough to do it with me because he, Mm -hmm. he loves it just as much as I do. I think um, Mm -hmm. 
my husband Charles is he enjoys going down, but Alex, I can tell is really into it. He likes the history and everything. And so I've vowed to wait until he's old enough and, and do it then. So really looking forward to that. Okay, so let's get into your trip. So you're leaving this Friday. Um, how did you decide on these dates and this time of year to go? Well, usually these days, it's a little different than, as I said, 10, 15 years ago. Now, because one of my ki- my older kid son is in medical school and my younger one's in uh, in college, we always have to do somewhere where they're both off at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, my son was away for a few years studying the first two years, but now he's back and he's starting at a hospital right near our house, which is amazing. Um, so it was the little break that we had this time where my younger son was off from college and it's before my son starts his clinical. So we chose, um, which is the crazy time of the year, July 28th to August 4th, because there's nothing like Disney heat. Yeah. And I have been in the Disney summer before. I think that as long as you sort of know what you're getting into and you're prepared, not just with the usual fans, cooling towels, all of that jazz, but if you're prepared with your Disney knowledge of how to navigate the parks and how to utilize the AC and and uh, not waste your time going back and forth across parks, you'll be fine. What I worry about right. always is the, the newbie who goes at that time of year and is just like, how do they trying to get everything? How do they in. do it? Yeah, you know, well, one of the things that we try to do is when it is this, the heat, heat is go early in the morning, hit a few rides, grab some lunch at the park, and then head back to the hotel, hang out by the pool, take a you know a quick little power nap, you know, in the air conditioning, and mm-hmm. then head back for the night. Um, that way, you're not in that deep, deep heat. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still going to sweat. You're still going to mm-hmm. have those weird rain showers in, in this time of the year that they'll hit and then be gone within two minutes. Um, and you're hoping for that little break in the heat, but never happens. But, you know, we've done it a few times and we still come back during this time of year because it it's just beautiful and, you know, the pools mm-hmm. are great and everything. You got to understand the heat. You're going in a very hot time with a lot of humidity. As long as you prepare yourself, plenty of water, cooling mm-hmm. towels, and hit those rides with the air conditionings at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you're staying for a full week. Is that correct? It's July 28th through August 4th? Yep. Well, it's eight full days. Um, yeah, because we're, we're getting in to Orlando at 830 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then we're not leaving on the last day. Our flight is, I think, at eight o'clock at night. Oh, okay. So we will, we're doing Perfect. eight full days in the parks. Nice. And um, it's just the four mm-hmm. of you, or is anyone else coming along this trip besides Pam and the kids? It's uh, actually, uh, yeah, this is the um, second time um, we're taking my older son's girlfriend with us. Uh-huh. Um, it was her first time last time. And she had such a magical time crying at like, you know, when um, Tinkerbell slides down at the fireworks show in the Magic Kingdom, um, seeing the fireworks in the room, going to the different parks. It was nice seeing that magic in somebody's eyes that's never been there. Um, 
you know, I, I had it a few other times with bringing my wife when she was younger and then each time with my kids, but it's been, you know, eight, you know, 18 years before I saw that, you know, shock that it mm-hmm. made that trip very special. Um, so we're taking her again this time with us and, uh, yeah, we're staying at, uh, the animal kingdom. Um, oh, okay. So, so are you in a, mm-hmm. in a studio, a one bedroom, a two bedroom, how much space are you going to have over there? Uh, we're, we're taking a two bedroom. Um, it just, you know, with five of us and, mm-hmm. you know, my younger son and my old, you know, privacy. Um, mm-hmm. So my younger son gets the living room to himself where he has a choice of the pullout couch or there's also in the animal kingdom a, a chair that pulls into a twin bed. So he gets two beds. Also, what's nice about the animal kingdom is it has three bathrooms in a two bedroom. So oh, nice. you have the master has its own the um the other bedroom has its own and then there's one off the kitchen um and living room so he gets his own bathroom they get their own bathroom we get our own bathroom it's less fighting yeah that's going to be key with five people in a room particularly five adults yeah Um, there's not many of the dvc two bedrooms that have it mm -hmm. but there are a few so if that's important and you're part of DVC, I would definitely look into that. It makes life easier. That is very good to know. We are going to be staying in our first two bedroom um, in February when my sister comes with us and it will be her first trip ever. Mm-hmm. And she's bringing her kids and we'll be over at Wilderness Lodge in Copper Creek, which we won't have as much space there, but that's our home resort and it's my favorite. And so I really want to show her my favorite side of Disney. Yeah, we've been there a few times walking around and eating, but the funny thing is we've never stayed at that one. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those weird things that, uh, you know, my kids, as I said, love uh, Saratoga Springs. My wife loves the Broadwalk. That is her favorite hotel. And the fact that you can walk both to Hollywood Studios or Epcot just opens up ease of transportation around Um, mine, I, I flip back and forth between Bay Lake, um, and now, uh, or beach club, I should say, and Bay Lake, Mm -hmm. um, beach club, you can't beat the pool. If you love pools, you got to go to the beach club. Yeah. You have to, it, there's no other pool anywhere on Disney grounds or anywhere that I've seen that that pool at beach club is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Beach Club also because I find it much easier to get to the quick service location if there's not great weather. Whereas mm-hmm. with Boardwalk, you have to go out and onto the Boardwalk. Outside. The, in... Yeah, but the Beach Club has the covered walkway. It makes it much easier. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, Beach Club has beaches and cream. And yes. <laughs> if you're looking for your dessert fix, it's a staple in my uh, my family's trip. That, that's mm-hmm. always on it. Um, in fact, there's a waiter there that remembers us. We remember him mm-hmm. over the years. I mean, he's seen my kids grow up. Um, you know, we always try to get his table. And it's just nice having that, you know, something that you look forward to year after year, seeing people that you know there. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing that they mm-hmm. see as many people as they do, and yet yep. they're able to remember specific families? 
Yeah. Like, that's magical. <laughs> right. There's always a different, you know, as I said, the people that work there. You have the people that look at it as a job, and then you have the people that love the magic, and that's why they work there. And you could definitely see the difference when you speak to them, when they help you. The ones mm -hmm. that see the magic and want to make it special, they go out of their way to make everything. Where people that it's a job, not saying that they're terrible, but they just, you know, it's turn and burn. Like, okay. you know, the ones that love it, it just makes that experience, you know, magical is the only word that, you, you know, I'll yeah. keep on using. Yep. Um, okay. So getting down to Orlando, you're flying. Where are you flying out of? Um, we are flying JetBlue out of LaGuardia. Um, nice. My house is like 10 minutes away from there, so mm -hmm. it makes it easier getting out. But on the way home, we fly tend to fly into Kennedy mm -hmm. because New York weather, if it's bad, it's kind of hard to get in and out. Kennedy can handle it better, mm -hmm. but that's usually the safest airports for us. Mm -hmm. Okay, so New Yorker question. Do you take yep. a car service to the airport since you're flying into different places? Yeah. Than um, okay. Being that there's five of us, there's not many people that could pick us up and drive us there. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, as I said, I live 10 minutes away. For me to leave my car there, just it's too expensive. Mm -hmm. It is just cheaper just to, you know, see if you can get an Uber for five or mm -hmm. take two Ubers over. On the way home, depending on what time it is, we'll flip-flop between three different ways. Either we'll take that New York City cab um, mm -hmm. if it's not that crowded uber if we need to you know to okay. schedule something a little bit and know that we'll get that and then the third choice is sometimes when we're waiting for our luggage i'll send my older son home mm -hmm. grab the car come back and then we'll all go home in the car um oh that's a good idea it, you're, when you're close enough to the airport it gives you that little play mm -hmm. um then taking let's say two ubers because sometimes it's hard to get five people into a car with luggage yeah yeah, I worry about this sometimes with just the three of us. So, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. And once you get down there, what kind of local transportation are you using to get from the airport over to Disney? Well, for years and years, we used Magical Express, which mm -hmm. is no longer free, but you have Mirrors and uh, Sunshine Flyer, but they've, they've now merged. Um, yes. We used to use it and loved it. Very convenient. It was free took you right to your hotel. It was perfect. Well, a little bit before COVID, like a couple of weeks before COVID, um, my wife actually had a um, back surgery. So we ended up um, renting a car. Just actually, no, that trip, I'm sorry, we didn't rent a car. That one we took, uh, what's called, we just took Ubers everywhere. And it mm -hmm. really, Ubers in in Disney on the ground, staying in the grounds is relatively pretty cheap. We mm -hmm. were going from hotel to Springs from let's say Bay Lake for like eight bucks, mm -hmm. which is like a 20, 30 minute ride, which was quite amazing. But for the past uh, three times that we've gone down, um, we've been renting a car. Mm -hmm. um, so that just became a little bit more convenient with my wife's back. Um, and with five people, it just makes it easier um, and then we've also tied in, I used to do grocery delivery to the hotels and have everything there for us, waters, food, but now with the car, 
we end up uh, going at the first night, we go to mm -hmm. Walmart or Target and pick up stuff. So car okay. makes it a little bit easier. Um, okay. Most of the parks are easy. I would say Magic Kingdom is the harder one because you have to park and then get on a tram. Mm -hmm. But what's also nice about DVC, you get free parking um, at, at all the parks, but then they turn around and you could upgrade it for 20 bucks and have prefer preferred parking. Mm -hmm. So for 20 bucks, it's very manageable pulling up your car within a five minute walk of the gate, depending on what time, along with the car, it's just more convenient for us. Yeah, I've, d I've done a little of each of those different options. And when you have a rental car, it just does open up a whole world of possibilities of things that you can do outside of the Disney bubble. But for anybody who's looking to Uber around, I've done it that way too. And it is really affordable. Yeah, it, it's cheap. Um, a lot cheaper than Uber in New York. I'll, I'll say that any day of the week. Oh, for um, sure, for sure. But, you know, for many years, from when the kids were little to a few years ago, we used to take all Disney buses everywhere. And I would say 97% of the time, we were happy as can be doing it. It was mm -hmm. at 3% if you're stuck in the weather or you're waiting mm -hmm. there and the bus pulls up and nobody can get on. But I'd have to say that's 3%. It was, we were upset. And now even more with phone apps, you could see exactly when that bus will be there. Mm -hmm. So we used to, you know, you could play that game that you're standing in your room. Oh, it'll be here in five minutes, go down. And most of the time, those buses are pulling up right when it says it is. Yeah, so very convenient. So you really can't go wrong. It's really just whatever's best for your family. And yeah, and it varies from trip to trip. So 100%. It depends where you're staying. That, mm -hmm. that definitely, you know, when we're staying at Beach Club or the uh, Broadwalk, mm -hmm. you have two parks you're walking to. You have the Skyliners. Very mm -hmm. convenient. But if you're something like the Animal Kingdom where you're kind of – the Adam Kingdom Lodges, you're kind of away from all the other things. Uh, the bus rides a little bit longer. That one, I would tend to say, car renting a car makes more sense. Mm -hmm. So for this trip, are you planning on utilizing any of the Genie Plus or individual Lightning Lane options? If, if so, every day, or are you going to pick and choose? Um, normally, we would pick and choose. Uh, Lightning Lane, like 100%. Um, a huge Tron fan. I will be doing Lightning Lane, the uh, the virtual queue, every any way I could find a way to get on that ride. I've been looking for it for years. Have you ridden it yet, or is this your first? No. Okay. This is the first time I even have a Tron Stitch tattoo on my arm. Um, I've been a fan of Tron for years. When I heard that it was finally coming. Mm -hmm. I kept on waiting and waiting and waiting. We were we went down like a few weeks before it opened the last, okay. you know, before it opened last year and all that. And with COVID pushing it, this year there's I'm going to be in Magic Kingdom for two okay. days. I will try to ride it four times, um, but it will at least be one. I don't care if I have to stay there an extra week. I will. I did it ride. in May several times on my mm -hmm. my very first ever solo trip. And um, my advice is prioritize getting the virtual queue in the morning because in my experience mm -hmm. getting the nighttime individual lightning lane, it it's was right, super yeah. easy. Um, and you kind of want to experience yeah. both. 
Right. Um, what What's nice also, uh, I we get uh, Disney Daz, mm-hmm. which is the disabled pass, mm-hmm. which is like Genie Plus, but you don't have to pay and it gives you more features and stuff like that. So that definitely does help getting around uh, Disney, mm-hmm. um, getting on those rides. Um, but with something like Tron, that doesn't matter. It's either virtual queue or you're paying. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's yeah. a really, really cool ride. Um, very short, but really cool. So I will mm-hmm. be really excited to hear yep. what you think about it. Do you have a lot of ADR set up for this trip or are there any that you wanted, but you haven't been able to get yet? Uh, no, uh, I am. Um, when I, I'm a very big Excel person when it comes to Disney. Most of my other things in my life, I fly by the seat of my pants, la, 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 la. Um, when we first started going to Disney, we were very much fly by the seat of your pants. But when you have little kids, you tend to do more quick service meals. Mm-hmm. So you can't book ahead on those. As we started going more and more and my kids got older, of course, their tastes elevate and now they're you know the five star we want perfect food um so my my day is pretty much two days every day we have a sit down at restaurants so i actually on my spreadsheet have said what restaurants what do they serve breakfast lunch and dinner which are you know the kids and my wife and everybody's favorite i pull it up on my big screen TV and we sit down as a family Mm -hmm. and go through which ones we want to Mm -hmm. do. So that's the first thing is figure out which food places are absolute must that we must hit. Then I'll match that up to which days of the week will be in which parks. And I usually come up with which days of the week is I look at some boards to see crowd levels and hours and events Mm -hmm. and go, most of the time the exact opposite Mm -hmm. but what's going on now is a lot of people are finding that a lot of people read the times and the crowd levels and go oh i don't want to go there go someplace else but the more and more people that go somewhere else it's almost like worth it to go to those ones because nobody's there because everybody's planning i'm not going to go there um so a little buyer beware on that Mm -hmm. one i'm still still getting it down pat on that but once i have which you know parks i'm going to and i can get the um the park reservations which good thing it's going away at the end of the year um but i do like it because it does kind of give you and where you're gonna go and when you book your food you're kind of locking yourselves into those parks Mm -hmm. anyway um, especially if you're doing a lot of the sit downs. So what I'll do is I'll come down what, which days I want for which meals. And then me and my younger son, it's been our tradition for many years. We wake up at 60 days out mm-hmm. at five fifty in the morning. I have like three browsers up on my screen, mm-hmm. everybody's phone in the house <laughs> and me and my son will go there. And okay, I'm going after this one, you know, oh, Ohana, that's a must. That's first to go, even though it's at the end of our trip. Mm-hmm. We'll go out, you know, so we know the ones that are going to sell out quicker than others. And then, you know, we'll hit those first, then go to the ones that are not as popular until we get it. And then the ones, if I do miss, 
there are some applications out there, websites that you can go and say, hey, text me when this reservation comes available. You get a text and it says, hey, Ohana's at 7.30 is available. You can run in and try to get it. So it watches when somebody gives up a reservation. It doesn't auto book it, but it just gives you that heads up so you can go and try to get it. Which ones I've do you I've used that a few times. Um, Mickey. Is it mouse dining? You know what? Um, I don't think it's mouse dining. I'll, I'll have to get back to you on that okay. one. I don't have it off the top of my head. But mouse dining is another. Yeah. There, there I are can't few. remember which one it is, but I heard I was listening to, I think it was WDW prep school maybe where there's an application that's like that that's watching for cancellations but they will book it for you and they will oh, okay. there's a fee i want to say it's this is me totally taking a guess because i've never used the service myself mm-hmm. but i think it's like five to eight dollars a person or something like that and you only get right. charged if it finds you a reservation and books it for you okay yeah this one was i think it was a few dollars for a membership mm-hmm. and you were able to watch like eight. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think it, I did get it from WDW and T. Oh yeah. Right? WDW news today. Yeah. <laughs> today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they talked about one and I ended up grabbing that one to try out mm-hmm. and it really alerted me pretty mm-hmm. quick, but I can't, I don't think it auto booked. Okay. Yeah, if you can get me the information on which one it was, then I can make sure to yeah. put it in the show notes for other people to try. If you've if you've tried and tested it, yeah, then exactly, it's a good one. Yeah, no, I, I did. I, I used it because um, we like. We're not doing it this time though, but we like usually doing the dessert parties in Magic Kingdom to watch the fireworks mm-hmm. shows. Um, we'll usually we prefer either the pre or post ones um, because you sit in the on the green grass and the hub mm-hmm. of in front of the castle to watch the fireworks, mm-hmm. uh, where the one that's during the fireworks, depending on where you're sitting, you can get covered. People could be in front of you. Mm-hmm. It's uh, we don't like that one as we like being in in the center an area closer yeah. to the castle. Yeah. Okay. So that, have you ever done that? The, uh, the fireworks show? Yes. I Dessert we did party? it pre pandemic. Um, and I, I cannot remember if they used to offer those that were like before and after it was, it feels like it was just one. Yeah. It was usually just the Mm -hmm. one. And um, yeah, we like the pre, I definitely have, you know, depending on when you eat dinner is when you'll decide where you want your dessert pre or post. Um, But it's a separate gated area for anybody who does that. Yeah. And it's really nice if you're averse to, to huge crowds and people being right up on top of you. Um, the best dessert mm-hmm. party we ever did though, does not exist anymore, but it was the star Wars one over at Hollywood studios. So you would mm-hmm. do it inside that, um, star Wars building. I can't even think of what, what it's called over by the little mermaid area where they, Oh, yes, uh, the trading uh, post or something like that, where Chewbacca... Yeah, Chewbacca was there. I can't remember yeah. what it, what it's called, but I liked that what one because yeah. it had a nice little mix of non-sweet options, too. So it was desserts, but it was also cheese and crackers and, like, charcuterie board type stuff. Yeah. And then they gave you each a little um, uh, a mug that sort of looked like it this is not the right character at all it was like a mandalorian type helmet but it was all silver right i don't know which character that is um 
Oh, the new, uh, yeah, it's Phantasma. Fa- Phasma? I'm yeah, not, yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of those. I'm more of the right. original. Yeah. Uh, but three, it was cool so, to get the little and mug, so, and then yeah. they took you out, and you got to sit. In, you know, in Hollywood studios, there's that raised thing that's right in front of the Chinese theater. So we, yep. our reserved area was on that, um, and there was like oh, nobody cool. there. And in fact, I laid down. I put my backpack behind me and I laid down with my head propped up with my backpack and just was like laying there mm-hmm. watching the show and they had projected yeah. uh, scenes from movies and stuff. Along and the whole, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. We, 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 I never went to the dessert party but I saw the fireworks yeah. show for that and always did. It, it was amazing. We've done like in um, Epcot where you have the eat and mm-hmm. sit but yeah um, but I will always choose Magic Kingdom. Yeah. For fire. Yeah. No. I, happily yeah. ever after has my heart <laughs> forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Okay. Let's talk through all of your days and what your park plans are. And if you have any um, ADRs on that day, you can mention that. So let's start with your arrival day, Friday the twenty eighth. What What time did you say you get there, and what's your What's your plan? So we get into uh, Orlando at eight thirty. Okay. Um, by the time we get our luggage, I figure we'll have our rent-a-car by 9.30, the latest. We're going to drive right over to the Alma Kingdom Lodge, drop off our um, luggage there for them to hold. Unlikely that our room will be ready, but we usually just drop off our luggage there so it doesn't melt in the car in the Florida heat. Um, then we're hopping in our car, driving over to uh, Steakhouse 71 at, um, at the Contemporary. And having, I don't know if you've had it yet, but the burger for lunch is the best burger on, in Disney grounds. <laughs> it is an amazing meal. Um, highly recommend it. Um, then we will finish eating there. Um, probably drop our car off in the parking area and then uh, go into the Magic Kingdom um, and start our day there. We're going to be running around, and then we're coming out of the park for dinner to the Grand Floridian Cafe. Um, We've yet to eat there. It interests us and figured it was getting food around there without going too far away because we wanted to come back and watch the fireworks show that night. Um, But uh, we're not a big lover of a lot of the food places in Magic Kingdom, Hmm. so we tend to eat outside the Magic Kingdom. Um, and then after that, after the fireworks, hop back in the car, go check into our hotel room and probably crash for the evening because our day started at three 30 in the morning and probably won't finish until midnight, one o'clock. Yeah. That's a really long day. So, and so I guess yeah. the question I have is, will you be connecting to the airplane Wi-Fi to do your 7am booking? Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, I will be in JetBlue uh, at my flight takes off into the air at six. Mm-hmm. So an air into the flight, I will be in my app trying to get uh, Tron's virtual queue and uh, Lightning Lane. So yes, I will be using it that day. I won't be using Genie Plus, as I said, because uh, Disney Daz is the same thing. Okay. But it's part of, you know. It's free mm-hmm. if you have. Right. Okay. All right. Well, good luck mm-hmm. with that. I, I wish you uh, yep. good connectivity. <laughs> um, yep. I, I've done it before. So, okay. but I'm not going to cry if it doesn't, you know, 
But uh, yep. So the next day we are going to Hollywood Studios, where we'll eat at uh, at noon. We're going to be eating at the Sci-Fi, and um, I don't know if you ever been, but mm-hmm. I'm sure you have uh, the drive-in theater. It's pretty iconic for my family. It's been year and year that we've been going there. We wish that they would update some of the films, mm-hmm. but after 20 years of seeing the same order of films, it, it does get a little uh, boring in certain senses. But to sit in a drive-in car, you know, uh, the workers there are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's a good burger, good food, um, good milkshakes is what's really Oh, yeah, there. they really are. Um, yeah, my only complaint about sci-fi is that it is so dark that you cannot see your food. <laughs> so if you're somebody who likes to no, see what you're no. eating, like you're going to need to no, like, it's the pull out a flashlight be like, okay, yeah. it looks good. And then dig in. Um, I was actually just yep. interviewing somebody yesterday who has a reservation for it coming up this weekend. I think maybe Saturday as well. Um, and she described it and I had never thought of this before. She was like, it is such a great place to really get a sensory break because it's dark it's cool yes. hardly anybody's talking everybody just kind of zones you're out mostly listening yeah and i was yeah. like you're right i always feel so relaxed in there also with the ceilings being so high even if you do talk mm-hmm. it's not echoing around it's a very quiet uh restaurant yeah. so yeah if you need that winding down kind of let your kid relax watching you know a big movie mm-hmm. screen it, it it is great for little kids just keeps them entertained it's a fun little you know car that you're sitting in um so definitely one that we go to year after nice. year um and then for dinner we're heading over to the springs um to the boathouse which is my younger son's favorite place in the world um so we usually do that, then walk around the springs and maybe do Gideon's um, uh, or do uh, Ghirardelli's mm-hmm. or Sprinkles. So many choices. See which are, <laughs> so many choices. Yeah. It, it used to be one or two, very easy. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah, <laughs> you have way too many dessert choices. And you're even eating in some of these restaurants wanting their desserts. And you're like, no, I, I got to go out. Um you know, my wife is looking forward to. They have now a um, Dole Whip flight. I just saw the, that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they're not full size. You know, mm-hmm. they're nice, nice sizes. Three of them, and she's been dying to try that. She, she loves Dole Whip. Looking forward nice. to that. So Sunday the thirtieth is uh, Epcot. So being that we're in the food and wine, we have no plans for. Um, reservations um, for lunch. We're going to mainly just walk around and do the little samples of food, drinks, okay. um, different you know countries, and just play it all by ear. What anybody wants, we'll go to different you know the different countries and sample a lot. Um, really, a fun time of the year to go is during food and wine. If you're definitely love food and love okay. wine, there's no time better than that event. Okay. Um, it's it's my second favorite, the art festival, is my favorite. Me too. But food and wine, food and wine comes in a close second. Yes. Yeah, except my wallet doesn't like uh, the art festival because every 
five minutes, you're stopping in a new place going, oh, I like that painting. And next thing you know, you get that one and you go to the next one and go, oh, I like this one more, but I already bought. Okay, I'll buy this one too. <laughs> Price points from like $20 up to infinity. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we love like the canvas, you know, ones. And there's a lot of uh, what's called uh, artists there to sign them and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why we love that time. Yeah. But for food, there's nothing like the food. Yeah, line. I'm going uh, sort of a last minute trip. We weren't planning on going back until February. But then just a couple of weeks ago, we decided we're going to go for Labor Day weekend because um, it's my birthday weekend. <laughs> and we all have annual passes. So it's kind of like, well, we need to make the most of our passes. <laughs> um, so yes, this will be actually yeah. my first time at Food and Wine. So really looking forward to trying yep, we'll that. Be- and. We'll give you some uh, some heads up on that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, can't wait to hear what you like. Um, okay, mm-hmm. so what's the plan for dinner that night? Are you going to continue doing the booths? Yeah. Uh, no, um, we we originally, we always eat in San Angeles, um, which is the pyramid mm-hmm. inside. Um, really amazing food. Very noisy, mm-hmm. but really great atmosphere. Great food. We love it. But my wife found that there's now uh, or might have been but we just saw it rosa mexicana um which is another mexican place um in the dolphin hmm. uh which is right outside uh you know you go out the back gate of epcot you can either walk there take the um skyliner and then walk back a little or there's also a boat mm-hmm. so there's many different ways to get there or of course drive mm-hmm. um but rosa mexicana there's a couple of places in Manhattan. Um, so it, it's not exactly a chain, but they have a few stores all over. Mm-hmm. And um, it was the place that introduced my wife to, um, was it a blood orange margarita? Pomegranate, Pomegranate margarita. Ooh. And she absolutely loves that and loves that place. So we saw it and we're like, okay, we'll go Rosa Mexicana yeah. and try that out. So that's a new restaurant on Disney for us, but we've eaten at it in Manhattan, but I want to see how it is in, in Disney. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Monday. And then Monday is the animal kingdom. Um, that one, we have lunch at Yak and Yeti's mm-hmm. hands down for me. One of my absolute sleeper restaurants, favorite Yak and Yeti's. Okay. It's like the wildest thing in the world. It's the same place that runs like, um the uh is it t-rex i think it's i think it's both of those yeah it's the uh landry's yeah Yeah. and you're like "Eh, those places are not Mm -hmm. you know high scale food but yak and yetis i do not think they're owned by the same people every single dish that you get there you'll be blown Mm -hmm. away if you love like asian flair and stuff Mm -hmm. like amazing um, so that one for, for my family is an absolute, absolute must eat. So then we'll be around Animal Kingdom for the day, leave, and we head back to uh, the Springs, um, and we'll be eating at Raglan Road, um, where great entertainment, great food, and also great drinks. So, uh, you know, we'll be there and then of course walking around trying to find what dessert to eat that night <laughs> on uh on the well, springs it's nice that you have multiple opportunities so <laughs> yes well that you know that, that's the important thing is where we're going to eat uh for dessert so i have to give everybody enough 
places uh, to try different ones there since there's so many okay. now. Um, and then Tuesday, we're back to Hollywood Studios. But before we go to Hollywood Studios, we're going to stop over at Art Smith's Homecoming. Oh, are you going to um, do the brunch? In the Springs. Um, it's not brunch that day, but lunch. Okay. I, I don't know if they have brunch that day. I'll they may up, only have it on Sunday. It yeah. Either yeah. way, it's so good. But anything anything you eat there, drink there, is just the deviled <sighs> eggs is a must for yes. me there. Um their uh, moonshine drinks uh, will put you on your butt. <laughs> um, and their chicken, everything. Uh, it, it's, it is just a fun little restaurant that we like. Um, we'll be going down for a cruise, me and my wife, in November. And we're not planning on going anywhere but the springs for the okay. day. And that's where we're eating for lunch again. Because that's how much we love homecoming it's, so it's good. just yeah and then we're going into hollywood studios walking around there doing stuff there and then for dinner we have beaches and cream at eight o'clock and it'll be a decision at that time whether we're still full from um homecoming if we're just going to have dessert or we'll have dinner and dessert okay. but uh you know uh, this is i think the first time we're eating dinner at beaches and cream okay. we always have dessert Either way, we'll enjoy Yeah, that. they have lots of good dinner options there, I find. The only potential downfall is that they are very good, and you can very easily fill up and not have room for dessert. So just pace yes. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yep, the craziest thing I ever saw there was um, a guy came in at night and had the kitchen sink by himself. <gasps> he finished it all by himself, left for the evening, told the group that he was with, they didn't believe him. So he came back the second night and with a camera and finished it again, taking pictures. Wow. Yeah. It, we, we saw him on the second night do it. And we're like, I didn't even think it's possible with four people to finish the kitchen I don't sink. think I would ever want to see ice cream again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To so. each his own. To each his own. <laughs> But definitely, if you haven't, if anybody's listening that hasn't seen what the kitchen sink, definitely look it up. You're going to be shocked of how much is in a kitchen uh -huh. sink. But yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, the next day we go to Epcot. Uh -huh. And us being New Yorkers, you're going to hear something very weird, but we'll go to Via Napoli's Pizza. I thought because... it was very good. Ah. It's on par with New York pizza. It really is. And I have I, to I tell think, you, some of the worst yeah. pizza I have had is at that boardwalk walk-up window. Have you been to Pizza Rizzo? I have not been to Pizza Rizzo. But that boardwalk walk-up window was like, it was, I want to say yeah. it was like Chuck E. Cheese, but huge. For days after, the thought of any kind of pizza, even good New York pizza, I was so turned off by pizza. But Via Napoli is excellent. Mm -hmm you hear us saying we both love via napoli like it's good pizza it's quality pizza and if you like yes. the boardwalk pizza um you don't know pizza <laughs> good good luck with your stomach uh, that's all i can say um but yeah um so that that's for lunch and then dinner we're going back to the springs but we're doing uh circus soleil uh at 5 30 which we've done the circus soleil the one before 
um, which we had a ball at. So this is the first time we're seeing this version mm -hmm. of it. It opened a few years ago, but we just haven't had a chance. Um, we decided instead of doing the dessert party, mm -hmm. we went to Cirque du Soleil. Um, and so the family's looking forward to that. Since we had fun on the first one, this one we're hearing is a great mm -hmm. show. And I think yeah, it's Yeah, we did it in night. February. Okay, so you've seen this mm -hmm. version. Yeah, and it's it's my only Cirque du Soleil experience. Um, so, okay. I mean, I'd only seen, you know, video footage on, you know, various documentaries and stuff. So I kind of knew what it was, right. what it was going to be. Um, but it was really cool. It was just very, very unique. And they were doing some amazing. Seats, no matter where. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I would say anybody who's looking to go see Cirque du Soleil in Disney Springs, you do not need to buy the most expensive seats. I bought either the cheapest yeah. seats or the next cheapest seats and they were totally fine. Yep. So. Yeah, it's it's a very quaint, small. If you're a New Yorker, it's even smaller than Jones Beach. Mm -hmm. You know, if you've ever been to the Jones, you know, uh, what is yeah, Northwell mm -hmm. Theater or something or whatever they call it concert. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but very. No matter where you sit, you're, you're going to have. And I don't think sitting up front for that show is worth it mm -mm. because the show goes all all over and you kind of want to see yeah you know from a little bit further seeing everything so you don't miss mm -hmm. um so yeah we're, we're sitting halfway up i believe um because you don't need to sit up close i feel and then at 8 30 we're going to frontera conchica i think i pronounced that right which is another mexican on disney springs um I think of rick bayless is a famous chef that's his restaurant really good food there uh we've done that in the past couple of years and really enjoy it next day is our magic kingdom and this is our normal one day magic kingdom fun where we wake up go to chef mickey's in the morning food is not as amazing as it used to be but you get to see every character take a picture with the fab five so i have pictures from every year of my kids growing up used to take when you walked in that you had a, a mickey mouse uh in chef gear uh, with a big plate and there's pictures of my kids from me holding mm -hmm. them all the way to them older so i have all that progression of every year of how they grew up with that shot unfortunately the last time or the last couple of times we we're there they no longer have the plate and now you just take a picture mm -hmm. there but that's the main reason why we go there is, you know, it's, it's tradition, the pictures, the food's not bad now that they've gone back. Uh, I was It was family style for a couple of years because of COVID, mm -hmm. but I think now it's a full buffet again. Yeah. So I want to see how the food is again. Um, they used to have this breakfast pizza that was amazing, but I don't think that's been around for years, unfortunately. I'll let you know when yeah, I get back. Yeah, because I've never eaten at Chef Mickey's. I've, I've toyed around with perhaps trying to book that for our February trip with my sister and her kids, but we'll see. A lot of people are going to Topolino's. I think uh, for breakfast, we haven't done that yet because that has also the characters mm -hmm. there. Um, you know what? We did it. We did it in February, and the the food was really good. Um, but we walked out of there and Charles said, I'm never going there again because it was so outrageously expensive for the amount of food that you got yes. 
compared to other character it meals. It was awful. Any, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Flame Tree might be a better one, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. Or something in the uh, Animal oh, Kingdom. Oh, the Tusker House. Yeah. Is one of the better deals. T Tusker House thing. Um, but yeah, Chef Mickey's also is so overpriced okay. for what you get. But you get that access to the characters. Right. So if you really want that picture with Mickey Mouse or Minnie mm -hmm. Mouse, uh, Pluto, Goofy, you know, Donald, there's no better place. I mean, you get to sit there. Each one of your family could take their own picture. Mm -hmm. Then the whole family, they never turn you away, whatever pictures. Mm -hmm. um, if your kid's signing, um, doing the signing books, every single one of them will, you know, mark the book or whatever um but that's what you're paying mm -hmm. for yeah and if you're thinking that you're going there to get your money's worth for food right pick another place yeah no yeah. The, the thing i did love about topolino's besides the fact that the food was actually good was that they were wearing really cute costumes and it made for a little bit of a unique uh character photo opportunity yeah. but i would say that you know every Every family, particularly if it's your first trip, you should be booking at least one character meal. And um, even though we've been yeah. to a million character meals at this point, I make a point to book one at least every trip just because it's fun and it's nostalgic. And Yeah, that's the point of Disney is that magic and that is the magic. Mm -hmm. You're paying premium, mm -hmm. but that's anything at Disney is premium. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, if you have little kids, if you have older kids, it's just sitting there. You know, I still get giddy when, you know, Mickey Mouse walks up and I jump up to take my picture every mm -hmm. year. Um, it definitely brings the kid out in you. Yeah. And to me, you can't put a price on that. So if you could find a way to afford it, I highly recommend mm -hmm. it for the sense of going in there, understanding the food. You're not going to get your money's worth for the food, but understand what the experience is. Right. And I think you won't be disappointed. And then for dinner, that after we go through Magic Kingdom for the day, is the number one restaurant on Disney. Must, must, must at the Polynesian, Ohana. Please tell me you've gone to Ohana. I have been to Ohana for dinner. I have not done yep. their breakfast. And that's partly I because either, I have plenty funny. of breakfasts I like on property. In fact, my favorite character mm -hmm. breakfast is over at Garden Grill. Um, but also, I, I'm i not a – I confess this on another episode, and I'll confess it to you, even though I know that you are a stitch lover, but I am not a stitch lover. And so I am not compelled to go to the breakfast. It's my wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, me and my cousins all have uh, stitch tattoos. In fact, I'll show you real quick. Yep. Um, <laughs> and then um, – that, so we all have stitches. My wife has Ohana on her mm -hmm. back, but she doesn't have a stitch. She put four turtles representing the family. Um, but it says Ohana in that. We all say Ohana with stitch, but she's like, yeah, I'm not a big stitch fan, which me and my boys, we love the movie, so we mock her all the oh. time. <laughs> um, well, I, I will gladly but, uh, team up with Pam <laughs> against the stitch lovers yep. in the group. <laughs> I will definitely tell her this and tell her that after. But um, Ohana's dinner is no character. Right, right. It's strictly, if you've ever been to a Brazilian steakhouse, mm -hmm. if you don't know, same kind, they come with skewers, 
and they take whatever they want. My son will go through probably two spears of shrimp. Wow. Of all the days that we will mm-hmm. be there, that is the day where he will out eat the cost of the meal. Nice. <laughs> he, will, he will make sure that he is getting our money's worth on that one day to cover the rest of the time that you're there. The amount of shrimp that he puts down, I have never witnessed anybody else. <laughs> so that that's why that's a must. Also, if you time it right, you can sometimes sit in certain mm-hmm. windows and see the fireworks at the Magic Kingdom while you're eating. That's nice. That, that's a little hidden gem there. Um, but uh, Love Ohana, absolute must for my family whenever we go. Um, and then the last day is our uh, Animal Kingdom day. We tend to do lighter days for Animal Kingdom because you can hit that park mm-hmm. and get everything done pretty quick. You don't need a full day at Animal Kingdom. You could usually do most of the park in a half mm-hmm. a day. Um, so that that's what we're looking to do on our last day. Um, this time we didn't book any meals for that day. We're going to end up trying, we've been wanting to try it for years, but always something's always gotten in the way. We're going to try out Satuli Canteen for lunch, Mm -hmm. which we hear is a lot like a Chipotle where you go and you pick your ingredients, Mm -hmm. they mix it all together. So we've always heard good things, but have not had a chance to, uh, eat. Yeah. That's my, probably my favorite quick service on property. It is. It's so good. It's very refreshing and light you do not feel totally stuffed when you're done um i highly recommend mm-hmm. if you have not tried it right outside of satuli canteen is the pangu pangu stand where you can get the night blossom and if you're not mm-hmm. too full from satuli my favorite combination is to get the giant pretzel that comes with beer cheese and have that in combination with the night blossom that is my favorite snack you had me with pretzels. So oh, I, I thought you were going to say you it. had me with beer cheese because the beer cheese, like, beer cheese makes also. It. <laughs> no, uh, um, but no, pretzels more. I, I love good pretzels. Um, I, I don't know if you ever watched the food blog. Um, the woman who narrates mm-hmm. or talks about it, AJ is forever talking about plastic cheese. Yeah, this is not plastic cheese, though. Pl- the plastic cheese oh. is the strictly cheese. This beer cheese is right. like leveled up. It is. So good. Okay. I don't know what I'd rather have as a snack. I'm almost tied between the pretzel with the beer cheese and getting something from Nomad Lounge because that's good too. You know, everybody always says if you want a nice place to relax, get some, you know, just you could get some foods there also is Nomad. Mm-hmm. If you want that little break, mm-hmm. it's a little cooler, definitely in the animal kingdom. Yeah, I will go out of my way to go there and get an order of churros. And if there's if there's a long wait on the walk-up line, because you can join the standby line from your app, but if it's too long right. a wait from you and you're willing to sit at the bar, you can usually just walk in and grab a seat at the bar. You can order churros and whatever else you want to eat right there. Good to know. I'll have to give that a shot. We're not eating dinner there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're probably leaving around, probably around four o'clock heading to the airport, mm-hmm. you know, start heading that way so maybe we'll stop at nomad somewhere in that late afternoon before are you going to leave your luggage over at animal kingdom lodge yeah probably because the stuff you know you're talking right now 90 to 95 degrees Mm -hmm. with the sunshine 
that car is going to get up to 130, 140 yeah. degrees inside that anything you have in there is going to melt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So at all the hotels hold your luggage. No problem. Um, being that we're at Animal Kingdom and then the Animal Kingdom Lodge are right next mm-hmm. door. Super easy. Also, another reason why I chose that as my last mm-hmm. day, just swing, grab our luggage and we're off to the airport. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this sounds like a fantastic trip, and I am really looking forward to hearing how everything goes, and especially these these new things that you're trying. Um, I'm sure you'll have a, a lot of opinions to share with us when you get back. So. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. I'll let you know how things are going now. Um, I have heard a lot of rumors that the crowd levels are mm-hmm. down, but I checked DVC. Every single hotel room is booked. Most of the other rooms are booked out there. So I don't think it's a true narrative of crowd I'm level. not sure what I think about the crowd levels right now. We've been talking about this in our household, um, actually over the past couple of days about what what all these rumors about crowd levels being down. And my theory was that it's not just the heat, that it's about how expensive it's gotten. And it is very challenging for the average family to go. And, um, you know, people save up for these trips, sometimes years. And um, just very grateful that that we're able to go as often as we do, but recognize that that is not the case for everybody. So I think it's a combination of that. It's not the norm. And then I also think that, especially over the most recent years, they have made it very challenging for a family who does not have an expert among them to go on a Disney trip. As I said, years ago, it was very much fly by the seat Mm -hmm. of your pants. It wasn't a big deal. You didn't have to worry about booking everything. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't book it ahead of time, you're just not going to do it. You're not going to eat it. It, It's... It becomes a real, you know, as I said, I have spreadsheets that mm-hmm. help me out. Um, and just, yeah, the, the cost, I have to mm-hmm. say, is astronomical now. Um, a lot of things that used to be free, you now pay for. Yeah. Um, COVID hurt, but I think JPEG hurt us more. Yeah. Yeah. I have hope that, that things will get better. And I would just encourage anybody who's listening, don't, don't feel daunted. This is, you know, it is difficult, but you know, all the more reason to tap into all the resources that are online. If you have a travel professional you Mm -hmm. can work with, or if you have, um, you know, a Disney expert in your friend group, I can't tell you how many people I talk to that are like, hey, I'm going. Now it's time for me to sit down with you and, and find out exactly um, you know, what we should be doing. And most people who are Disney fanatics like us, given the opportunity to talk yep. about it, will. So utilize your friends if you know right. somebody who loves to go. And, and I hate to tell this secret, mm-hmm. and it, it's been talked about a lot of stuff, but not, you don't have to be a DVC owner member to stay in a DVC hotel. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of sites out there that rent Mm -hmm. the rooms out, that members rent their points out. um, And those sites, to to get a hotel room, you're getting twice the size, fit more people for half the price that it would cost Mm -hmm. you in a regular Disney hotel. So something to definitely look at it, look at all the message boards to find out where you might be able to find cheaper Mm -hmm. tickets. There are a few sites that give better prices than Disney themselves. 
but look at those little tricks to just even the five, six dollars to save. And then the last thing is, is always look at shop Disney Mm -hmm. because it might be cheaper there than buying it in the store. But I understand sometimes you want that right then and there. But if it's something that it's not that important for you to have it in your Mm -hmm. hand to use that vacation, definitely look at shop Disney as a way to save. Yeah. On some of those prices. I usually try to go over to the character warehouse in the first half of my vacation week so that I can mm-hmm. see what they have there at the discounted prices and kind of stock up so that I don't feel as tempted on the full price stuff later mm-hmm. in, in the park. And I feel like, yep. okay, I already got some souvenirs. Um, yep. but there are ways to save money and, then, and you just got to yep. take advantage where you can. And then also know that, you know, it it's going to be pricey. Even if you're saving money, it's going to be pricey. But it is, mm-hmm. in my opinion, and I think yours too, one of the most magical trips you can take and just such a wonderful way to spend time with your family and kind of all connect and be kids again together, even if you're, you're not kids anymore. And yeah, I, I mean, I am the kid at heart and my kids, <laughs> it's just a time where you get away from life. Yeah, yep. And you're just in a magical land yep. riding rides that, you know, you have all your mm-hmm. memories and there are memories that I'll have that nothing could ever, you know, you, I can never put a price yeah. on it. So if you can find a way and you're a fan, there's no better place. Exactly. Well, on that note, we will talk to you when you get back and have a magical trip. Thank you. Pleasure talking to you and I'll talk to you soon. Welcome back, Brent. Thank you, Virginia. Glad to be here. Uh, still exhausted a week after from uh, Disney, but uh, it was an adventure. Right back to work for you, or did you have uh, any downtime between? Uh, we, we got back on Friday into Saturday. By the time we got home, it was like one in the morning on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we didn't start work until Monday. So, okay. yeah. All right. Well, let's get down to business, not to defeat the Huns, okay. but uh, to talk about <laughs> your trip. So let's start with your flight down. Did everything go according to plan? Everything was absolutely beautiful. Um, so the flight down, um, we got in on time, got our luggages pretty quick. Um, the only thing to just keep in mind when it comes to Orlando Airport is when you fly into Terminal C, which is the new terminal, mm-hmm. not everything is there and not everything is up to full level yet. So what I mean by that is like if you're renting a car or if you're hopping on mirrors or whatever, that's mm-hmm. all in Terminal B. Mm-hmm. So you have to make your way from C to B. And it's not like a hop, skip and a jump. There is a tram now that goes Um, but it does add a few minutes to your trek. And if you have a lot of luggage, Mm -hmm. I I suggest either grabbing like some carts or something like that. Orlando is now a huge airport. 
But let me tell you, if you want to find anything, it's in that airport. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I do like the new terminal. I have mentioned this on a mm -hmm. couple of different episodes so far, that even though it's it's far away, at least for now, from these transportation things, the terminal itself is great because you have access Gorgeous. to mm -hmm. um, the restaurants and the Disney store and the Universal store and all of that is, is past security, whereas in mm -hmm. terminals A and B, once you're at your gate, yep. you're kind of stuck with very few options. Yeah, but going down, got through TSA, no problem, got into our seats, flew down on JetBlue. They're pretty good, uh, very comfortable. Um, and then got our car from Hertz and we're out the door. I think we were on Disney grounds by 1030, I think was, I, mean, I might be even late by that meeting. Mm -hmm. And that was us leaving at six o'clock from LaGuardia on our flight and we were on Disney property by 1030. That's which... amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I know you said that you had planned to use the Wi-Fi on the plane to go for the Tron virtual queue. Did that actually yep. end up occurring? Unfortunately, um, it I didn't get a boarding group, but I did get a lightning lane. Okay. So um, I ended up paying the first time to ride it. Um, mm -hmm. And I'll say worth absolutely every penny under the sun, I would have paid it twice. If they gave you the option to do it twice. Do you recall how much? I think I paid on that one, it was $18 a person. Okay. So there was four of us um, for that. And I think it added plus tax. Mm -hmm. um, but at, at the time, and it, as you're right, it, it does fluctuate depending on crowd levels, day of the week and stuff like that. Um, Lightning Lane, is always your backup towards uh, the virtual queue. And what mm -hmm. was good is you get to pick more of a time that you want. So I picked it a little bit later in the afternoon, around one o'clock. That way we had plenty of times to get into the park. Right. So okay. um, we ended up uh, grabbing our car, driving over to the Animal Kingdom first, dropping mm -hmm. off our luggage um, at uh, you know uh, reception guest services there. Um, they mm -hmm. took it all in within two seconds, hopped back in the car, drove it over, um, being that you're staying on property and or we are also DVC members. Parking is free at any of the, the parks, um, but we tend to pay the upcharge of mm -hmm. on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. It's twenty five dollars. Well, the rest of the days of the week, it's twenty to get preferred mm -hmm. parking. We were probably probably like less than a five minute walk from our car onto the monorail. We ended up hopping on the monorail because our first uh, food was at Steakhouse 71 in the mm -hmm. Contemporary. So sometimes people tend to park in the parking lot, eat and leave it there for the day and go into the park. Mm -hmm. I just didn't want any hassle because I heard they've been cracking down on that a little, that they'd be giving out mm -hmm. parking passes that say two hour parking. Mm -hmm. um, so suggestion, park in the ticket and transfer center, park, hop the monorail across, and you're in in a few minutes. Um, they took us a little earlier, um, so we got in around to our seat uh, 11.30 instead of 11.40, which was nice. Mm -hmm. I had the burger there, and I absolutely love, love, love. They only serve it during lunch there, but to mm -hmm. me, it's one of the best burgers on the property. 
And one of my sons actually had the grilled cheese and he always raves about that. So highly recommend Steakhouse 71. We ended up, uh, you know, going all over the park, riding very hot, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up finally getting to ride Tron, which uh, you can't see on camera because I don't think this is camera. This is voice. Um, I actually have a tattoo on my arm, which is Stitch in a Tron outfit. So I ended up uh, going on that. And I, I will say um 50 years old, but there were tears in my eyes. Um, uh-huh. It was just so magical to me. Uh, the mm-hmm. ride is nothing like on Disney property. If mm-hmm. you love rock and roller coaster, mm-hmm. to me, it, it, it's the best roller coaster on the property. You go from zero to over 60 in less than a few seconds. It is just fast. Yeah. It's a dream. You feel like you're riding a light cycle from the movie. Fun, fun, fun time. Absolutely loved it, recommended it. Figure out a way, get on that ride. Yeah, I think it's very comparable to Rock and Roller Coaster because uh, although it doesn't have any loops, in Rock and Roller Coaster, you're going through things and you're looking at things, and it had that sort of similar yep. feel. So yeah. I definitely was, was feeling that comparison when I wrote it too. Yep. And then as you ride, different things are following you. They really mm-hmm. tried to work the story in. And I just think they did an amazing job, even though it's not originally from the Magic Kingdom. I believe the first it was in Tokyo. Uh, but uh, amazing ride. I, mm-hmm. I highly figure out a way to get there, ride it, enjoy it. Now, do you think that um, because you are such a Tron fan that you had a connection to it that that I don't think I had? I've seen the movie Tron before. I didn't love it. I I, I can only speak from my perspective of saying Mm -hmm. it was still a ton of fun, but I did not get the story, even though I've seen the movie before. Do you think that people who are planning to go should make an extra effort to watch the movie before their trip or no? Only if you like sci-fi movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not a big lover and you like the regular Disney stories, let's say, um, like, you know, Mary Poppins or Snow mm-hmm. White and stuff. No, I, I, I wouldn't say you have to watch it to enjoy this ride. I felt mm-hmm. that the ride alone stands on its own as a fun roller coaster. Um, it's really cool that it, it feels like you're riding a motorcycle um, on it. So it's a different kind of ride experience. There's also mm-hmm. a couple of cars in the back that if you don't like the feeling of being on a motorcycle, they have regular chairs. So if you're, you know, have back problems or you can't lean over or size or whatever, those back seats will do you well. Um, but let me say, I, I don't think it made one bit of a difference seeing the movie or not. You can enjoy that ride either way. It's just a fun roller coaster. Yeah. Now, I was going to ask, you mentioned back issues. Did Pam ride it? And if so, was she okay with her back? No, she she did. And not because of her back, but because she is not a lover of roller coasters. So she doesn't okay. do that one. She didn't even do Slinky Dog, which is a very uh, light, easy one. Um, her rule is she will do Space Mountain. Um, once every three years with the family and that's (laughs) her kicking and screaming and the only reason why Mm -hmm. she does it once every three years is because she knows that's like a special ride for me and my sons 
um, mm -hmm. to go along with the tattoo things. All three of us uh, have the same Space Mountain tattoo. Um, okay. And that's, okay. you know, so she'll come it as a family thing, um, mm -hmm. but uh, she doesn't like roller coasters. Okay. She, All right. As she says, anything that has her here and her stomach back there, not uh -huh. a fan. Not a fan. Well, how, how did your sons feel about it? Were they both as into it as you were? They, they absolutely loved it also. Um, it, it's such a great feeling how it takes off. And then you think you've reached speed and then all of a sudden it kicks in again and you take off even faster. So you're used to with rocking roller coaster, the launch, Mm -hmm. And then it starts, you know, keeping at a normal speed. This, you almost felt like it kept picking up speed for the whole ride. And yeah. it was f fun throughout the whole thing. So to them, uh, one of my sons, it's number one. The mm -hmm. other one, it's number two. And the one that it goes back and forth is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Rewind. Um, oh, okay. Which yeah. we'll talk about that one as we go. But, uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah had a great time on that um you know and then we spent most of the day just going from ride to ride to ride um our family you know one of our favorites also is um buzz Lightyear, um mm -hmm. and it's always a competition to see who can get uh what's called um get the galactic hero uh, say galactic hero um yeah. i've gotten a few times my younger son has gotten it this time my older son got it and we all got mm -hmm. our stickers for it it's a little dated in the sense of i think they need a good refreshment on that on that one mm -hmm. if anybody's been to disneyland and wrote it there's a huge difference between the two rides so in mm -hmm. disney world the um the laser shooter is mounted and all you could go is side to side with mm -hmm. the actual and a little up down i guess uh but it's mounted on the console where mm -hmm. the one in Disneyland, you can actually, it's on a rope and you can actually move your hand all around. So mm -hmm. if you have somebody that gets a little motion sickness and the way that you control that ride is you can go, you can spin it around either way um, with the control. If somebody gets motion sickness, it's kind of hard to really keep swinging it left and right with that person. So yeah. I recommend to people know who you're partying with um, mm -hmm. If there's a couple of people more to so, uh, to uh, motion sickness, put them together and ones that don't put them together and mm -hmm. try to, you know, the ones that have the motion sickness, try to minimize the spinning. Uh, but yeah. you can control it. You don't have to spin it all if you don't want to, but it's kind of hard to shoot some of the uh, the targets. We compete in my family with that one too. And for the longest time, mm -hmm. it seemed like Alex and I would always ride together and then Charles would ride by himself. And Alex, mm -hmm. being a younger kid at the time, would spin the car. And then I I guess I'm more competitive than I thought I was because I would get so irritated with him for spinning the car because it would go a different direction than I needed it to. And so finally, right. mm -hmm. I started putting my foot down and I said, I, I'm telling them I'm a single rider. Like, I don't care what you two do. I'm riding this <laughs> by myself because I need to see how well I can do without somebody spinning the yep. car. And I don't know that it was like the first time I did it that way, but this past February when we went, I got Galactic Hero for the first time. And 
Alex was so mad. And so we ended up writing it again later the same day so that he could have a, another go at it. And then he got Galactic Hero. And then when we went to pick up our stickers, they had us do a Galactic Hero oath to say that we were going to defend the galaxy. That's and it was cute. really cute. And it, it yeah. made it even more special that we both finally did it in the same day. Because I think Charles might have done it in the past before, but... Alex and I, uh, it was our first yep. time. And, and now now we're just going to, I think, all ride single rider, all three of us every time. <laughs> it, it's going to stop the fighting. It, it truly does. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there, I'll, I'll say there are three sensors that give mm-hmm. you 100,000 points per sensor. And you mm-hmm. can hit them a couple of times. I won't tell you where they are. It's, it's up to everybody to find it. But there yep. are 100,000 uh, 100, point sensors. Mm-hmm. That, that's how you get up to that galactic hero. But yeah. uh, fun times. So then you were heading over for dinner, I know, to the Grand Floridian Cafe. This was your first time there. Is that correct? Well, it, it was. But uh, as things in Disney, you have to be a little bit more fluid. Um, mm-hmm. What happened was is we were planning on going to the Grand Floridian for dinner. And then after that, mm-hmm. come back to the park to see the fireworks that night. Well, we kind of bit off more than we could chew, being that we, you know, woke up at three in the morning, went right Mm -hmm. into a park, and we all agreed that coming back to the Magic Kingdom wasn't at our top agenda. So we ended up leaving, going back to the hotel, Mm -hmm. checking in, getting changed, and we ended up finding, I think it was at nine nine o'clock that night, um, City Works on Disney Springs. Okay. Which is okay. pub style um, burger joint. So you get some burgers there. Um, we ended up getting um, like a bunch of appetizers, like wings, pretzels, fried pickles, you know, those kind of appetizers. And they have tons and tons and tons of different beers and um, alcohols and stuff. But mm-hmm. just to sit there, it was a good way just to decompress and relax, you know. Um, as our family, and then uh, we went back to the room, the Animal Kingdom Lodge, Kadani House, called it a night, uh, ready to get back onto it on uh, the, the next night. Um, the good and the bad. The good is the rooms are absolutely gorgeous, comfortable, beds are comfortable. Um, we ended up having a uh, two-bedroom um, because uh, my son and his uh, girlfriend have one bedroom. And then my other son, just to let you all know, my older son is 25. My younger one is 20. So mm-hmm. just to let you know the ages, because I don't know if I ever explained that, but good to know. Um, and then uh, so they had the one bedroom. My son had the living room where you have a choice of the pullout couch, which is very comfortable. Or they also have a sitting chair that turns into a twin bed. So you mm-hmm. can actually fit three people in the living room very comfortably. The one my son had it all to himself. Another great thing about the Animal Kingdom Lodge two bedroom is it has three full bathrooms. Right. So if somebody is staying in that living room, you're not going into the other two bath you know bathrooms and waking somebody up. It's all separated. Um, mm-hmm. The laundry machine is out in the uh, out in the almost by the main entrance. You have the kitchen there. Um, and then going out onto the balcony, um, where we were like every single day, there was 
a ton of animals right outside our window. Most of the time there was four giraffes within 50 feet of us. Um, they're really good at feeding, putting out feeders for those giraffes to come into those areas. When we stayed mm -hmm. there many years ago, you barely saw the animals because I don't think they really fed them all over the mm -hmm. uh, their area. They kind of did it in the back, so all the animals were you can never see. Now they make sure that all the animals are always walking around. So if you're an animal lover and you want to see you know, zebras and giraffes and wildebeest and a pocky, the one that looks like a copy leftover parts. So it has zebra legs, a giraffe head, a wildebeest body. It's a wild animal. But there were birds that were walking on there, saw some warthogs, really just amazing seeing them like right outside our window i brought down binoculars didn't even need them i mean right there for you to see mm -hmm. um as i said love the animal kingdom the good the bad and the ugly so the good i mentioned mm -hmm. now being that there's a lot of area for animals and the hotel wraps around all the animals if you have a room all the way at the end and mind you one of the things that they always ask you where do you want your room and you say near an elevator well there's about four or five different elevators each way so you mm -hmm. could have an elevator all the way down at the end and it's could be a 10 15 minute walk to your room from the lobby wow wow now we had a car so it made things a little easier meaning not a problem. We learned shortcuts to get to the pool. Um, we could drive right to an elevator. We took an elevator. Our room was right outside the elevator. Mm -hmm. At any time before 10 o'clock, no problem. After 10 o'clock, where everybody's back at the hotel, for us, everybody had a car. So there was times where we were parked a five, six-minute walk, which doesn't sound so bad, but when you're coming home from the park, and you're right. done walking, it could be a lot on your feet. So mm -hmm. if you don't mind walking and you love animals, highly recommend. If you have a car, a lot better. But if you're planning on using Disney transportation, mm -hmm. definitely make sure that you call up, talk to them, get something close to that lobby. If you don't, you might want to think about a different hotel, to okay. be totally honest, because that walk is mm -hmm. a lot. I think that would probably be the number one bad about that hotel is the walk. How was the pool? Because I've heard good things about it. It's zero entry, so you can walk right down. A um, couple of different areas for stairs. Shade level in the pool. There's about five or six little spots, not as big as some others. Um, slide, amazing. Uh, they have a, like, bar food kind of an area the staff there were wonderful um so definitely a, a nice pool you'll have good fun there if you have kids there are plenty to do a lot of um there's a lot of the cast members with activities um music playing mm -hmm. um and every time that we came down there whether it was after early afternoon late afternoon evening always found a chair always and this was the kadani village pool yeah okay yeah. so did you 
ever head over and try out the Jumbo House Pool? You know, I, I don't know why it didn't even occur, being that we had the car, we could always drive over there. But we didn't even drive over there to even mm-hmm. walk around. Kadani, it was beautiful. It had everything we needed. We didn't feel mm-hmm. we needed to go over to Jamba. Okay, okay. So, yep. Um, so me and my uh, son ran out really quick. We went to Walmart. Um, mm-hmm. There's actually one, like, you come right out of the gate, you hang a right. And you go down this road, Walmart's right there. <laughs> Five minutes, you're there. There's a Starbucks right over there also. So mm-hmm. you can come out, go right there. There's also CVS. Um, so, And I think there's the regular McDonald's on the property. There's one right outside that road also. So there's a couple of things that if you have a car, very convenient to shoot down. Go to your Walmart. We get a couple of cases of water always because mm-hmm. – if you don't know, water in, in the park is around four fifty. We'll usually freeze a bunch of bottles and bring one bottle, uh, you know, per person per day. Um, and by like ten o'clock, it's already melted. <laughs> yeah, everybody always talks about the. It's not so secret, but how you can get free water at any quick service. But um, we live in New York, and we have really good tap water here and i will say that mm-hmm. i do not care for the florida water so i am always ordering bottled water ahead of time and i do the same thing i put put it yep. one in the freezer one in the fridge we usually put two in our bags for the whole day if we're going to be going for like from top to bottom of yep. the day yep yep and and that's it um it, unfortunately most of the places that give out the or the quick services free water mm-hmm. is from basically Floridian tap water and even Floridians will say no no thank you (laughs) um my wife's parents moved down to Delray Beach years ago and she boiled water every single day you know especially Uh if you're a New Yorker and New York is known to have one of the best waters in the world um Mm -hmm. so going from that to Floridian water you could be dying of thirst and most New Yorkers will go yeah we're good (laughs) yeah yeah, I usually order mine from from Amazon, and if you get the Amazon brand with your your fresh order, I think it's like four dollars for a pack. So it's it's less than one bottle so of cheap. water in the park for yeah. an entire um, pack, mm-hmm. and so it just yep. makes it really easy to have it there. I always have it delivered the very first day. If anybody's ever ordering anything like that, like if you don't have a rental car. All you have to do is in the address for the delivery, just have in parentheses mm-hmm. guest arriving and then put the date so that they know when to look you up yep. and they will hold it for you at Bell Services. And then when you get there, it it's ready. You just go grab it whenever, whenever you're ready. And if yep. it needs to be refrigerated, they have a refrigerator too. The, the whole room is refrigerated, which even your luggage, I think kind of right. goes into that refrigerated room. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we, we've done in the past, we've done Amazon, we've done mm-hmm. um, Garden Grocers is another one. Mm-hmm. We've done Uber too. And then we've done the rent-a-car or if you have your own car. So there's many different choices. I, I definitely think that's a Disney must is mm-hmm. go pick yourself up some waters. Um, it'll make your life a lot easier, especially if you're back in your room and, you know, somebody wants a water just to have that bottle there just makes life easier. Yeah. 
All right. So after your your dinner, and I imagine crashing for the night because mm-hmm. you were up so early, um, Saturday, July the 29th. The first thing I have on my list is is your lunch reservation, but I am I think that you headed to uh, Hollywood Studios and did some things before lunch. Yeah, we, we did a couple of rides. Um, our other family competition is Toy Story and Mania, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of like <laughs> the same thing as Buzz Lightyear in some ways. Um, it's always a uh, Who's better of all of us? Is it me or my sons? I usually just cave in and say it's not me anymore because about halfway through the ride, your arm will fall off. Um, For those who haven't been on that ride, it's a rope with a ball at the end and you pull the rope and it shoots, you know, either a dart, a pie, a ball, depending Mm -hmm. on which part of the ride you're on. And towards the end of that ride, let me tell you, your arm is seizing up you're falling over Mm -hmm. trying to get those last amount of points to see who has the highest um i will say most of the time it's my younger son um Mm -hmm. and then it's usually uh either one of them either one of the boys of an excuse of well my gun wasn't working anyway um gosh (laughs) but uh me me and my older son uh you know we're kind of sick of uh, my younger one bragging about always beating us mm-hmm. uh, so we tried teaming up yeah and that you know out? I would set I would set stuff up so my older son could get the higher point values mm-hmm. and my younger son still beat us so well, uh, that sounds very similar to our situation which is no matter how yeah. hard Alex or I try Charles beats us on that every single time and every uh-huh. time it's it's like salt in a wound because we're like one day, one day, and then yeah. he still ends up beating us. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, we come close, but he just edges us out. It's like if we would have hit that last one, we would have had him. But you know, um, but every single time we come all, we we love that ride, and every single time that we come off of it. It's mm-hmm. just total regret. You know, yeah. you're sitting there holding your arm like I need a sling, you know, and then the next time you're at the park, you're waiting and getting on that line again. It mm-hmm. doesn't make a difference. It's like, I hate this ride, but I love this ride. Lately, I've been trying to remind myself that when they give you the warm up round, that I am not helping Don't myself shoot. at all to do the warm up round. And you just have to sit there because you need to save your arm strength. Otherwise, you do not have a fighting chance. Spot on. So that that is a definitely a Disney hack. And that one is don't practice in the first round. Don't uh-huh. when the game starts, go. You'll thank us, even though you'll still your arm will still fall off. You'll still be in pain. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Yep. Everybody. You see everybody walking out holding their arm in that ride. Laughing, uh-huh. giggling, but holding their arm. Uh-huh. Um so then we went to uh Woody's Roundup, uh, which is the new uh barbecue restaurant there mm-hmm. um we actually had 1105 uh um reservation which was kind of early for barbecue but uh-huh. to this day i'm not sure why i chose that time but i chose the time we ended up all of us eating except my uh, older son who just is not a heavy food early morning kind of a guy so mm-hmm. he sat with us while we all ate but um I highly recommend that one. It really fun time. Um, the cast members have a great time with you. Um, 
they really just went out of the way to make everything fun. Um, there's like announcements up ahead that Andy's coming where everybody freezes, whether mm-hmm. you're, a, you know, the guest or the, um, one of the staff, you know, they're all, everybody freezes, holds in place. And then also they'll come back on and say, okay, Andy's gone and everybody can go about their business. But it's just really cute that they added that into the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, but it fits the whole motif of uh, Toy Story Land. Um, everything's, you know, bigger board games and, uh, you know, everything around are all much larger than mm-hmm. you know, making you feel like you're a toy, which is yeah. really cool. Well, I'm looking forward so, to trying that sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were going around and riding rides. There were some rides that were down, like for some reason, rock and roller coaster was going up and down that whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think it finally just went down for the next two days. So mm-hmm. it does happen. Um, we did Terror Terror, where is always, you know, anything that has a picture, there's mm-hmm. always a group pose. So it's either all of us, you know, pointing at one person. Um, I actually had for my picture, um, I took off my shoe and was talking on it like a phone. Um, <laughs> so we always, you know, try to do some funny things on that, just have those, you know, because going to Disney year after year, if all you're doing is the same, you know, shock look as you're dropping, mm-hmm. what year is this? But if you do different things, that's what, you know, me and my family try to do. As I said, I, I did a mm-hmm. shoe this one. Um, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, you were, you know, um, you all pointed a person, you all, you know, just try to get different things. Um, Space Mountain is one of our favorites with that is we'll end up uh, all like posing like we're rowing a boat. If the camera is on one side, we'll all look the other way. You know, mm-hmm. there's always just different <laughs> things. A lot of people do it like on Splash Mountain used to be uh, different mm-hmm. poses going down. I, I yeah. saw somebody on Space Mount, on Splash Mountain once took Jenga and I guess they gl- glued all the pieces, but like a couple missing and <laughs> one sticking out. And it was them going down Space Mountain playing Jenga. So uh-huh. y- you see some funny ones over time. Yeah, we usually try to pose for ours too. And um, if, if anyone is, is going into a trip and wants to do that, just make sure that you pay attention to other ride photos that you see online so you can kind of have a sense of where where the camera right. is and there is there are websites out there where you can specifically look at where where's the camera location on each ride if you want to plan for it so right and one of the ones that took us years to figure out where the camera was was haunted mansion i okay. always thought it was at the end no uh-huh. it's in one of the first hallways where yep. you see all the pictures and the doors banging you'll see a flash of lightning nope that's a flash from a camera yeah, it's the first hallway with a bunch of paintings on the wall, and it's before you get to the room yeah. where the bus heads follow you. Um, and yes. I think yes. it's, it's a woman. She might it might be Medusa. There might be snakes in the hair. I'm not sure what right. it is, but it, yes. but it's the one where you can see mm-hmm. it ahead of you. You'll notice a giant flash of lightning in the car ahead of you, and that's the flash. And so when you get approach that just hold your pose because it is very hard to predict when it's going to actually occur for your car um it does make it fun to have fun with your pictures definitely look into that i I would say um and then 
there was a couple of rainstorms that day. Uh, mm. So, you know, planned, we, we got lucky uh, that we were actually, there's like this little sitting area near the Brown Derby um, mm-hmm. right along the street where tables, umbrellas. So um, a lot of times my wife Pam sits there while we go ride a couple of the roller coasters because, mm-hmm. as I said, she doesn't ride um, Tara Tara. She doesn't ride uh, um, Rock and Roller Coaster or Slinky. So we'll mm-hmm. tend to, you know, sit her there, uh, give her some, uh, <laughs> you know, drinks and a snack and pat her on the head and go off and ride. But um, <laughs> or. You know, or if she wants, like, the first day she'll usually go shopping in the stores there. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of little stores. Yeah, there's plenty for people to do if you're not going to ride. Like, the stores oh, have sitting on snacks. The people watching. So if it, even if you're not somebody who wants to go on adventurous rides, like, don't don't even worry about it. You can totally keep yourself occupied while you're there you're already goes on the rides. There are rides for every age and every mm-hmm. You know, from the sit back and just let it take you a nice leisurely ride to rock and roll coasters right there also. So that's always a good time. Um, Then we uh, left the park, um, went back, showered. I think we went that day to the pool for a little while, um, came back um, and ended up going to the boathouse for dinner, um, Mm -hmm. which is my younger son's favorite restaurant. Um, Good time. Uh, We actually sat outside. out on the water, uh, which my son's uh, girlfriend is, has shellfish allergy. So a place like the boathouse where it's a lot of seafood and stuff like that, we felt it was safer to be outside, less fumes. So mm-hmm. it was actually a quite lovely night. Um, they had shade up so you weren't getting hit by the sun. Um, and I believe it was drizzling earlier. So they had nice cover. So we were never in the rain, which is nice. Anything good that anyone ordered there that was of note, recommended? Um, let's see. Um, I had uh, the New York Strip was very good. I, I'm more of the steak eater. Um, my son had the same. Um, oh, my wife had the tuna, and that was good. A little spicy, but uh, very good. Um, all in all, a good meal. Um, higher on the price point. But mm-hmm. um, I, I feel at least you get more of your money's worth than some of the other high-priced ones. So Disney Springs has some really great restaurants, all different choices. Yeah. Um, and I, I, most of the quality is very good on most of them. Yeah. Well, the big question I have now is you had this, this dinner where did you end up for dessert? Because that was the question uh, that we talked about during the pre-show. Yeah, uh, for that night, I think we actually did the gelato, which was right across the street. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Was it Salt and Straw that you did? No, we didn't do it. We we look at that place, but uh, one of my sons has nut allergies. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of picky if a place has heavy nut. You know, a lot of the places mm-hmm. will keep it separated, but we tend to try to limit the exposure if possible. Okay, so, okay. Also... The gelato place was right there. We also ended up seeing um, right next door, they have this uh, cappuccino place and they can print a character on the phone. Oh, is that the Joffrey's store location? Yes. Yes, Joffrey's store. Thank you. Um, And so we all got cappuccinos with, 
you know, the foam, you know, that that picture moment where we all got a different character and stuff like that. If you like Joffrey's, you'll like the coffee. If you don't like Joffrey's and you're more of a Starbucks kind of a person, buyer beware. It's what you like in coffee and it's very subjective. Um, we happen to be more Starbucks kind of people. Uh, so Joffrey's is not on the top of our list, but being that it was really a cool design, we said, all right. And we drank it all. You know, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I wouldn't say it's the worst cup of coffee I've had. We were kind of full, so I took mine to go. In out, we were back at the room, relaxing, mm-hmm. uh, called it a night. The next day was Epcot. Oh, that was um, virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy Rewind. Um, I ended up getting into the virtual queue. Um, mm-hmm. But I also doubled down and took, uh, they had it for, I think that day, it was like $12 for the lightning lane. Uh-huh. So I ended up taking it twice. So one free with the um, virtual queue and one with the lightning lane. So we nice. could ride that twice. You know, the best way I can explain that ride is take Rise of the Resistance, um, put it on Space Mountain and then add rock and roller coaster to it is mm-hmm. the way that you could describe that ride. You're sitting in a four person car that basically can spin totally around. So as you're yeah. going down, you could be going down sideways, you launch backwards, um, you're always facing a movie screen with something going on. Um, there's a really cool part where you're going into a spiral facing down and into it. And there is a planet there. So you're circling the planet like you're, you know, in a spaceship circling a planet at high speed. That one, people tend to get a lot more motion sickness. So if you get motion sickness from, uh, from let's say, the teacups, you might want to take some Dramamine before going on that ride. Uh, but if you're a roller coaster lover, love it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's worth trying, even if you're somebody who gets motion sickness, just maybe prepare yourself with a little mm-hmm. Dramamine ahead of time. But I will say that I have never felt sick on that. I I don't get motion sick very often, but I, I can occasionally. And it doesn't bother me. And I think that it would if it were more spinny. So the fact that the car's can spin for for anybody who is not familiar with it it's not spinning the entire time what it's doing is turning the car and facing what it wants you to be focusing on and so as long in my opinion as long as you continue to face the direction it's pointing you in you're good. What you don't want to do is be turning your head and trying to look at everything trust that the car is pointing you where you should be looking Right. Like Mission Space. And the reason why I don't ride that one anymore is now they have two versions of that ride. Mm -hmm. One a little bit more intense and one not so. But back then there was only one version. Intense. And when you get in, I was there with my older son at the time. He was probably five, six, seven, somewhere around that. And um, we're on the ride and each person's seat has something to do. You know, Mm -hmm. you're a pilot, you're a navigator, you're something. And it asks you at certain points to press certain buttons as part of your job. Well, Mm -hmm. my son was little and couldn't reach the button. Now, when you get on that ride, it says to you, whatever you do, face forward. So as soon as my son said to me, 
hey, could you press my button? I turned my head to press the button. And as soon as I turned my head, that was it. I came off that ride. My wife looked at me and she said, she's never seen me more green in my life. And I never, ever, ever, ever got motion sickness in my life Mm -hmm. until that point and from that point forward. (laughs) Yeah, this ride, um, I believe on both the green version, which is considered to be the easy version and the orange version, which is the Uh harder one, both of them have barf bags at every seat in case you need one. Um, I will never, ever do the orange one uh, again, um, unless somebody's like, I'm going to hold your child hostage and you have to ride this to get him back or something. Um, I did do the green version when I was there in May, purely because I hadn't done it in a couple of years. And I was like, eh, I haven't done it in a couple of years. I'll do it. It was okay. I didn't love it. I was worried the entire right. time. I didn't feel ill, but I didn't like feeling worried that I was going to feel ill either. So Right. It's a giant centrifuge. So if you've exactly. ever seen like NASA where they're going around and around and around and around in a testing mm-hmm. room to see who passes out, that's the ride technology. Bear <laughs> that in mind. You know, if you get motion sickness, definitely do green. Um, mm-hmm. And even then, I'm not promising anything, but always face forward. So same thing with um, Guardians is face forward. It will lessen mm-hmm. the chance of you getting motion sickness. Exactly. But uh, a lot of people tend to the first time want to look everywhere and then <laughs> yeah, it's over. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing Pam didn't ride that one um, either because it's a roller coaster. She, not this time. She did uh-huh. it once uh, in December. We went okay. there uh, for one day. Um, no. Yeah. It was one day before our cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were in there and then going out of Port Canaveral. So we ended up riding it and when it went and started going, she's like, Oh, this is fun. And then it really kicked in and she went, yeah, not so fun. And she was like <laughs> one and done and uh-huh. that's it. So she did it once and good enough, but, uh, yeah, I mean, she still liked the ride, but mm-hmm. it's just not for her not being a roller coaster lover. But everybody else so, in your party enjoyed it and rode loved both it. times. Okay, and loved it. Yeah. Do you remember which songs you got for each uh, ride that you took that day? Everybody wants to rule the world. Oh, okay. And what about the second go round? That one, for some reason, does not stick in my head. The first okay. one definitely because it was like a song that all of us know, and uh-huh. we we're all just singing and rocking out to it. But uh-huh. it definitely. You know, just like um, if you're an Aerosmith fan, being in mm-hmm. uh, rock and roller coaster, hearing the music as you're going, mm-hmm. you know, those things just make the rides just even better. And yeah. I think Everybody Wants to Rule the World is a perfect song yeah. for that ride. The beat goes beautifully. So that we, we really did lunch just around Epcot, mm-hmm. um, you know, little foods here and there. Uh, temperature started really rising that day and being in you're in epcot there's not much shade so as you're walking around the world you really start feeling the heat where we made it to basically um going of course you got to go mexico first um and then (laughs) diehards always know that joke is when you come into epcot the worlds you have two ways to go you can either go mexico or you can go canada um, true Disney fans go Mexico because the first thing you do is you hit the margaritas. Um, I don't drink margaritas. That's my my wife's favorite, but you still mm-hmm. just go Mexico. That that that's the rule. Anybody goes 
Canada. They're just not Disney fans. I'm calling you what it is. <laughs> um, one thing that I will suggest if you're there with a group of people, um, anywhere I believe it's up to eight, when you come in the front entrance, right in front of um, uh, Spaceship Earth, there's a little bit closer to towards the entrance. There's a new camera there where you'll see it's a globe and you stand around it and it takes a 3D picture of everybody including mm-hmm. the um, the globe in the background. And mm-hmm. it's just a really cool shot. So if you have um, the photo pass or you want a special photo, highly recommend that one. And that's right at the, towards mm-hmm. the entrance of, you know, in the park through the gates. Um, yeah, I think that but- that kind of uh, photography trick is called, uh, I think they call it Tiny Earth when you yes. look it up on the Disney website because there's mm-hmm. some of them in other parts of the park too. Cause I've had that done in other mm-hmm. in like uh, magic kingdom and I can't remember where all, but if you just look up Disney, tiny earth photos, you can find all the different locations, but they're really cool photos. Yeah. I highly recommend. Definitely. If you have the, um, the photo, uh, you know, uh, photo pass is mm-hmm. because everything's free at that point. You just got to keep on, you know, <laughs> the getting Disney as many math. pictures of the family cause it's free. So, mm-hmm. yep. Um, so that we ended up getting to, as I said, around um, America, one, the country, um, and then walked a little bit more and went, we're too hot. We ended up taking the boat back across um, and going out and going back to the pool again um, for the afternoon and relaxing. Before you go on, I do want to ask, you were doing some nibbling around the world at, for your lunch. Mm-hmm. It was food and wine. Is there anything that stood out to you as recommending from the food and wine booths? You know what? I, I got to say, there was a ton of little foods that we got, but I'm having a hard time remembering it. I kind of remember like most of the stuff that we ate, we were quite happy. Um, trying to remember a few of them. I know we had the a churros thing because that's my kids favorites um my wife said and the kids all agreed is one of the best mozzarella sticks they ever had which was a curry dusted mozzarella stick it was huh. just okay. different um they're not even sure if it was like a halloumi cheese or a mozzarella cheese amazing if you're going to be there for the food and wine yeah see if you can locate that one it is I think now the the longest festival they have. So the likelihood of somebody yeah. hitting upon this festival is, is fairly good now that it's as long as it is. <laughs> yes. Um, so highly recommend that. And then now we went back, pool, showered, got ready, and we ended up heading to the Dolphin. And in there is a new restaurant that opened six months ago called Rosa Mexicana. Best Mexican food you'll get on property, my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And they have a pomegranate margarita. If, you have, if you're a lover of margaritas, highly recommend that. It's what introduced my wife to margaritas. Anywhere she can go that she can get a pomegranate margarita, she'll get. But they do it better than anybody else since I think they are the creators of it. Uh, the staff there was amazing. The food was amazing. Everything, you had huge portions, good prices, there's a little ice cream shop right as you come out of Rosa Mexicana um, that we're like, oh, we're going to get ice cream when we get out. Every single one of us walked out and we're like, nope, uh-uh, not going to make a dessert tonight. Ended up um, driving. And as we're driving, we went, you know what? We could actually go for a little dessert. 
and ended up driving over to Port Orleans and having uh, beignets at the Scat Club. Oh, nice. I think my wife actually had a beignet Sunday. Uh-huh. Um, absolutely amazing. Um, there was cookies, some sort of like cookies and cream beignet, which mm-hmm. like if you love beignets or if you've never had beignets, it's basically uh, donuts on crack. Um, they're amazing. Um, so if you can get over to Port Orleans, um, to the Scat Club, um, highly, highly, highly recommend that. Can't recommend it enough. I have a logistical question for your dinner. So mm-hmm. over in any of the Disney resorts, they're very good about if you have a reservation pulling up. And I know that even at, at French mm-hmm. Quarter, even though it's just a lounge, I've, I've totally driven up there and said, I'm just here for beignets. And because it's not in walking distance of any park, they're like, sure, come on in. At the Dolphin, though, because that is not a Disney hotel, what was that like? Did you Was there anybody checking to make sure you had a reservation so that you could park there? Every resort, there's always a guard there. So it's either mm-hmm. going to be... Um, they look up your magic band, you hold out, they beep you right in and it will show them that you do have a reservation. But I, I haven't heard ever since COVID has lifted of them turning anybody away. So if you're not even on property, right. Um, or you don't have a magic band, they'll just ask for your license. Um, and then you can go in, even if you're taking an Uber there, mm-hmm. they'll ask the passenger for the licenses. They just want to know who's there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really see them turning around, turning away anybody anymore. Um, you know, a lot of times it's, hey, I just want to walk around or whatever. And most of the time, if you're, you know, seem nice, be nice to the uh, security people, they're not going to give you any hassle. Uh, just for anybody who's listening, just for, to manage expectations, if it's a park where there's very easy access into into the park, excuse me, if it's a resort where there's very easy access into a park, like say the contemporary things like that, they're not going to let you just come in and park to walk around. You will need to have a dining reservation. So after after the beignet feast um, that you mm-hmm. were able to miraculously make room for, which I am right here with you, yep. I can always make room for a beignet. Um, <laughs> was it back to the hotel after that to, to head to bed? Back, back to the hotel, relax a little, uh, unwind, sleep. Um, the next day we were going to Animal Kingdom, which is very convenient Mm -hmm. being at the Animal Kingdom Hotel because it's literally five seconds on the car. Went to Pandora first, uh, rode uh, Flight of Passage, um, which is my wife's absolute favorite ride. Um, Mm -hmm. It's kind of like Soarin', but a lot more movement, um, 3D. um, Just an amazing ride. She, that's her go-to ride. That's an absolute must for her. And the family mm-hmm. loves it, so not a problem. But it is a long ride. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's almost like even as you get up where they start getting you into a queue, you're still talking 20, 25 minutes to get through the ride. So mm-hmm. if you're planning around lunches and stuff like that and reservations, definitely give yourself an hour or two before your reservation to ride that uh, mm-hmm. just because of time. Um, right. But at the same time, as if you have a lightning lane or something, always go to your lightning lane. The reservations will hold over for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had that yeah. problem before where I had, I paid for a lightning lane and my reservation was at the same time. They said, Nope, go to your lightning lane, ride the ride. 
or go to your restaurant, ride the, you know, go to the restaurant, but just take a screenshot. That way, when you go to either one, just show mm-hmm. them a picture if anybody questions it. Hey, I had a t- something at this time, and they'll let you'll let you either go in and eat or uh, ride the ride. Yeah. Um, they're very good with that, and they understand it's not easy to get all your times right. Mm-hmm. So, did you do anything else in Pandora besides flight of passage? Picture, um, and that's about it. Uh, the Navi River uh, ride, um, we did it once for mm-hmm. us once was enough really cool animatronics really cool you know view picture you feel like you're part of it it's just to us it was a very it's as fast as um a small world Mm -hmm. without as many puppets Uh (laughs) is the best way i can explain (laughs) um so if you're looking for a place to cool off then maybe but for some reason that ride seems to be a lot like 60 minutes and for no reason. So yeah. it's like the same thing with the Peter Pan ride is it's usually 95 minutes to over a hundred minutes for that ride. Amazing ride and the cuteness of it. But uh, most parents will ride that ride and go, I waited that long for that. Um, <laughs> but if you have a kid and they love Peter Pan, you ride it every time, but you will as a parent question why that ride is that short. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. All right. So after Pandora, where were you off to? Uh, we actually went to Yak and Yeti's for lunch. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that was uh, your favorite before. How was it? It was one of our favorites. And unfortunately, it dropped a little down the list. Um, it could have been just having an off day. We just felt that the food was not up to its normal par. So I, I, I'll reserve saying it's off my list per se, but it's not a priority as it used to be. I'd probably say I'd give it another chance just to see, but if it wasn't that good, I probably wouldn't go again, unfortunately, because it was one of our favorite. That was true for everybody's meal. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, we, we kind of sat in this off to the corner there was another table being served right behind us. And these people, um, I guess a person was somebody where either they used to work in the park or knew the chefs. So there was a lot of people coming over to talk with them. And it just seemed like we just became the forgotten table. So that Mm kind of had a little play into it. Um, And then I guess because it's like the waiter couldn't get through with our food, our food started getting cold. The quality started breaking down so i'm definitely sure that that had something to do with it but mm-hmm. i just it left a uh, not so great taste in my mouth with that um where the past you know 10 years whatever i can never i you know up until even eating there i was raving mm-hmm. about that restaurant mm. so that's too bad that's too bad so i i hope that I hope that you will give it at least one more shot in another trip and that it will be back up to to your standards so that it continues to be on your favorites list. Because it is nice to have your go-to places that are tradition and yeah. that you look forward to returning to every time. Exactly. And, and that's what it is. It's, you know, being such a family favorite I, I will say I probably will give it that shot again because I, I, I have heard in the past where – Restaurants sometimes have off days um, mm-hmm. 
to not always cut it totally out. Um, even the food blogs and stuff like that, they'll, they'll say that, that they'll go to a restaurant three, four times. And one time it could just not, you know, and, and that happens even at your home restaurants, you know, your, your favorite restaurants you go to and you go in and it just seems to be slightly off. So yeah. I won't say it's totally off my list, but I, I, we were kind of upset that something that's so magical to us just had a little lacking. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Where'd the rest of the day take you? Yeah. Um, of course we do, um, the safari, um, seeing, you know, the, the animals, um, you get, you know, to see tons of different ones there. Highly recommend, especially with little kids, um, rode, uh, Everest a bunch of times. Um, we'll usually do single rider on that. Um, this time the lines weren't so bad. So we were able to do, um, all four of us, and of course my wife does not, but the four of us rode, um, got a couple of cute pictures there. Um, and then I think we were heading over to Dinosaurs to ride that. And we were when we were heading over there, it was like 20, 25 minutes. And then when we got there, for some weird reason, it jumped over 50. And we're like, mm. yeah, I, I think we're okay with not riding that one this time. We'll be here again, you know. And as I said, we do Disney a little different, being that we're there every year. There's some rides that are a must, and some if we miss, it's okay. We'll be here next year. Mm. So dinosaurs, fun ride, but we weren't going, you know, to cry if we didn't get on it this trip. So not yeah. a big deal. Um, then we ended up uh, again. Heat got to us, even though there's plenty of shade in that park. Um, for all the trees, I will say it's still, for some reason, a very hot park. It seems to be five degrees hotter than everywhere else. Um, a lot of people like that park either going in the morning or at night. In the afternoon, it gets kind of hot. I definitely think that park also needs a few more rides, a few more things to do. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people, including us, will say it's a half-day park. You know, you can get mostly everything done in a half day and then maybe bundle that with, let's say, one of the water parks or a miniature golf day or mm -hmm. just a day that you're hanging out at the pool or going to the springs. It's a good uh, day to split with other things or a park hop, of course. Mm -hmm. We finished up that, um, ended up going to Raglan Road for dinner. I think I talked about that is we ended up booking that one through open table instead of Disney site. And that one is Irish, uh, flair. Um, they have, uh, what's called Irish dancing there. So there's always mm -hmm. entertainment going on the food stellar. Every, every meal that we get in that place is, is on point. I think I had in Yoki that night, which you wouldn't think of that in an Irish pub, but, absolutely delicious um everybody in the family loved it um we really didn't wait that long to get our table um and then one of our favorite things as a family is doing irish car bombs which is um guinness with a shot of whiskey and baileys um you drop it it tastes like chocolate milk don't know why hmm. don't know how it's magic i absolutely am not a person that likes guinness at all straight it sounds like 
deadly chocolate milk. <laughs> it is, you know, um, it, it definitely will give you a little bit of a buzz right away. And it's not that large of a drink, hmm. but it just, it's fun. And just like everybody, you know, you take your shot, you drop it into a pint of the beer and it changes and then you drink it all in one shot. Give it a shot. You'll enjoy. Literally give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. Ding. Um, then I believe that night we did, um, I'm almost positive we did uh, Ghirardelli's that night, which you can never go wrong with Ghirardelli's. Mm-hmm. Um, you will wait online for a couple of minutes and then wait a couple more minutes for them to bring it out to you. Um, but worth every second of a wait. We did more shopping around the Springs, um, ended up going in and uh, getting my son's girlfriend a Mickey uh, mini hat, um, the original one. It's the the cap with the ears. And then she uh, got her name stitched on it, Jasmine, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, most most people do like their first time. Unfortunately, they didn't really have it the first time we took her because it was still coming out of COVID. Um, but they did have it continue just shopping and having fun around there. Um, there's great music going on, great energy and great dessert and great food there. Um, ended up, uh, you know, going back to the room again, relaxing, calling it an evening, getting ready for the next day, which was going to the Springs in the afternoon for Chef Art Smith's homecoming which mm-hmm. could be one of the best restaurants on Disney. If you love fried chicken, there is no better. Um, deviled eggs are amazing there. Exactly what I was going to say. Those deviled eggs are to die for. I, everything there is just amazing. They have moonshine alcohol, which is good. Homecoming, which is right near Gideon's Bake Shop. We were able to get online and only have to wait a half hour, which mm-hmm. for Gideon's is almost no time at all you know i've seen that line go two hours three hours deep first day of the month um it's going to be a long wait trying to get that new cookie worth every bite of a wait you know it's amazing cookies probably one of the best cookies on disney what was the special flavor a peanut butter cold brew so cold brew coffee cookie with peanut butter my favorite thing at gideon's uh, like the cookies are great but my favorite thing is the peanut butter cold brew coffee. Like I will go out of my, in fact, when I was there on my solo trip, I bought two cold brew coffees, double fist and went and walked around. Cause I was like, one's just not enough. And now I'm really sad because the a cookie to match the coffee sounds amazing. But by the time I go, it's not going to be the same cookie. So <laughs> no, you, when are you planning on going? Um, we're going Labor Day weekend, but I don't think I'm going to make it over to the Springs. By the time I go to the Springs again, it'll be February. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Yeah, there's always something different. When I go in February, it's always a Valentine's cookie of some sort. Some sort of red velvet. Right, yeah. Get yourselves to Gideon's if you're on property, hands down. So then we ended off heading to Hollywood Studios again. Mm-hmm. Did the same rides, the Slinky, Toy Story Mania. Mickey and Minnie's um, Rock and Roller Coaster was open, so we we got into that a couple of times. Um, Terror, Terror. Um, I ended up riding for the first time Millennium Falcon. I just never got a chance to do that one. We've done Rise of the Resistance a couple of times, but it turns out that my company has a lot of dealings with HP, and 
um, HP Hewitt Packard has a lounge there. They were just simply, hey, come on into the lounge. You can't buy your way in. It, you know, there's no cost to it. It's just, hey, come into our lounge, um, talk about some stuff with HP, which I did, and um, they got you right on that ride. So it, it got you right in there to ride. So we ended up riding. Um, really cute ride. If you're a fan of Star Wars, really cool to be in the Millennium Falcon. If you're not a fan in Star Wars, I'd say for that ride, you can love it or leave it. You know, um, you might not fully understand it unless you're a fan of Star Wars. Do you remember uh, who who were the two pilots and were they successful? Uh, it was actually my uh, my son and his girlfriend were the two mm-hmm. pilots, and um, they were pressing buttons. Um, we <laughs> flew it. We hit a few things. We ended up getting what we needed to get, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah, I, I guess the the pilot seats are the fun seats. The other seats, you're really there for a ride, just pressing a button and mm-hmm. just watching the scene. The pilots can go side, side, up, down, which kind of control the ship. The other ones, you're just really holding the button to do yeah. what it needs to do. I find the pilot role to be a little stressful only because there are two pilots and one can only control the up and down motion and one control left to right. And so if you actually know how to drive, it is very weird to only be able to control one of those things or the other. And so I'm yes. like, I'd rather somebody else do that and let me just push a button. <laughs> Put, push a button in the back and enjoy. Yep. yep. Um I also stopped in to buy another lightsaber. Um, mm-hmm. I ended up getting a Yoda this time. Um, I think that one is my tenth lightsaber. Um, wow! Yes, I have. Yes, I have a problem. Um, <laughs> I wasn't planning on buying a light, lightsaber this time. Really wasn't. But mm-hmm. uh, Yoda is about half the size of a normal lightsaber, and the blade's about half the size of a lightsaber blade. So it's really just a cute lightsaber that i just is it the same quality as the ones that you get when you do the lightsaber build identical okay yep mm-hmm. but tiny but it's just yoda size yeah that, okay. that's the funny thing with it oh, so that's cute. uh yeah so it was fun um i got that one i got that shipped home which was nice and easy you go right to where you build the droid you hand them your lightsaber your receipt i think it cost me 30 dollars to ship the whole thing home which mm-hmm. made life so much easier than trying to bring it on the plane and do all that mm-hmm. for 30 bucks to me. It was worth just shipping it home and calling it a day. Um, no fuss, no muss. It actually showed up the day I got home. So it was waiting on my door the day I got home. That's a really good option, but just for anybody who did want to take it on a plane, they see it mm-hmm. every single day at the Orlando airport. There is no issue there, and you can just None. bring it on, um, you know, carry it in your hands in the in its case or whatever, and it, it's not an issue. I will tell you where we did run into an issue was on, I think it was our most recent family trip or maybe the one before that, where Alex wanted to bring his lightsaber back with him to Orlando. And bringing that into a New York airport to head to Orlando, his bag got searched, and they were like, what is this thing? And we had to explain. Mm -hmm. And the security, it was so funny, because the security guard... They just don't understand it. They Mm -hmm. didn't know what it was. So they were like really inspecting the bag and everything. And then finally, a manager wandered past and was like, Mm -hmm. huh, 
you got what you got there a lightsaber and alex was like yeah and he was like oh what color kyber crystal you got and then the manager was like yeah he's fine <laughs> he's, yep and that's the thing down in orlando all day long like i originally heard when i first bought my first one oh no no don't they're they'll confiscate it this and that mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I better ship it. I shipped it. I got yeah. there. I saw one after the other after the other going yeah. through. I'm like, um, most of the time I bring it home with me. Um, but years ago, right, up into two years, you used to be able to, no matter what shop you went into, mm-hmm. take your your um, your whatever you buy and it would come back to your hotel to right. the um, to guest services to or to the um, – the store and we would hold it there and you come down your receipt and you get your stuff, which is great. But if you're going into a park now, you got to carry it around all day long. You know, as I said, I bought, you know, a whole lightsaber plus I bought two extra blades. It's a Mm -hmm. lot to carry around through a park all day. So to me, it was worth just shipping it. But, you know, I wish they'd bring back that feature to Disney where you could send everything back to your hotel. I know me personally, I'd probably buy more souvenirs if I could just send it back to my room. That's what I don't understand is that of all the things that we lost during COVID, that to me probably made them money by you. You had two options, actually. You could either have them send it back to your resort if you were staying on Disney property and then usually by later that day or maybe the following morning at the latest, it would be available at your hotel's gift shop um, and you would just go pick Mm -hmm. it up with your claim ticket. But if you were not staying on Disney property or, or if you were and just didn't want it to, to be going all over everywhere, you could have it shipped to the front of the park you were at. And then at the end of the day, go to a location at the very front of the park and get all of your purchases all at one shot. And either one of those I think would make it so people would buy more things. So I just don't, I don't get why they haven't brought that back. To me, sending it back, you know, to your hotel, uh, as I said, I think everybody would just buy more to sit there, you know, at the end of the day, carrying like five, six bags on you. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I'll just wait until we go to the Springs or I go someplace else to buy it. And then that comes and you're like either a you forget it or you're like eh, i'm over you it now talk yourself out of it yeah and I, I just think it it's hurting disney's bottom line something that's so easy for them to do mm-hmm. and such a perk to staying on park i definitely think they need to bring that back soon yeah hopefully they will i heard whispers of it let's cross our fingers okay what was next that night was our favorite of favorites beaches and cream Mm-hmm. And we ended up, for the first time, actually, eating dinner there. So we, I sat down and I had some grilled cheese, which was excellent there. But mm-hmm. um, we, uh, we ended up, you know, sitting, and then we ended up having dessert after. And a couple of people, not in our group, had the kitchen sink, um, which definitely, if you get a chance, look at a video if you've never seen it to see how much ice cream that is ourselves we don't do that one because we all like something different we like what we like um Mm -hmm. so we ended up uh my wife's go-to is always the no way jose and then somebody will usually get a shake another person will get uh just scoops of ice cream um but it's a fun ice cream shop uh staff is great food is Mm -hmm. great um highly recommend going to beaches and cream 
I remember that you you have a particular no. server. He, they weren't there. Yeah, he 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 was not there that night. Uh, Matt, one of the best cast members. He actually last time we saw him, he just won an award. Uh, one of the, I think one of five top cast members of Disney. Um, wow. I think he got special parking for a little while. They had a oh. fun night out, but just one of those guys that. As I said, year after year, we come there, and he remembers us. We remember him. Um, unfortunately, he had the night off. Um, I always took for granted that no matter when we came, we always ran into him there, not thinking of trying to find out when he would be working to make sure. That was the first time ever we got there, and he wasn't there, unfortunately. But we left word to say hi to him. Unfortunately, missed him, but Beaches and Cream, absolute must. Um, and if you go in there, you won't be disappointed. Yeah. If you see Matt, tell them that Brent and Pam say hi. <laughs> yep. So that, after that, went back to the room, relaxed, um, called it a night, getting ready for our next day of Epcot again. Um, that one, we hit a couple of rides when we first park opened. Um, we did Soarin', Test Track, um, and then ended up going into the countries because we had lunch at Viennapolis, mm-hmm. um, which is being, as I said, a New Yorker, you always would say, oh, there's no place better pizza than New York. Viennapolis is a close second. Amazing pizza. Even as a New Yorker, we love the pizza there. We got this one pizza that we never got before. It's a their large, large one. Um, mm-hmm. And it came to the table and we went, what were we thinking? Um, I, I think it had like 16 slices in it. Uh, really big pizza, mm-hmm. really good pizza. Um, we ended up getting also a small white pizza and a pepperoni pizza. And we all looked uh-huh. and went, yeah, we ordered too much. <laughs> I heard a rumor that they use imported water from Italy to make their pizza and that that's part of why their crust is so good. I wouldn't doubt it because there's no other pizza on the property that tastes like that pizza. Um, one thing I also really love about Viennapoli, in addition to the fact that, you know, I'm here as another New Yorker attesting to the fact that it's it's great pizza, mm-hmm. is that it's actually, especially in terms of Disney uh, restaurants, it is a really good value. So if you go with a family, it is comparatively so, so I dare say cheap, you know, comparing it to some other Disney restaurants. I would say it's quick service prices at a mm-hmm. sit down restaurant is the right. best way you could say one large pizza can fit, you know, a family of five easily mm-hmm. and you're only paying for one pizza. So right. I don't have the price off the top of my head, but very reasonably priced. Yeah. I want to say it's like 40 bucks or something. Yeah. It, it, it's like nobody comes out of there going, oh, I can't believe I spent all that for that. Right. Um, right. Definitely worth every penny. Um, I, I definitely think one of the best bangs for your buck. All right. Now, this evening, I have a note that you had very special plans. How was Cirque du Soleil? Amazing. Um, so we saw the original one, Lanuba, there mm-hmm. years ago, and we loved that one. This one, I felt just as good. Better story. Great actors in it. Um, one of the... Uh, I. I don't know what to really call them, but for a lack of a better term, I'll call them like the, a clown because mm-hmm. I think that's what they relate to almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not wearing makeup. He just doesn't really speak much except he says the word okay 
and then he throws out once not okay um and those two words just how he does it just everybody was on the floor um and it stuck with the family for the rest of the trip you would hear us going you know on rides okay okay and then all of a sudden like space mount would drop we go not okay um <laughs> so it, it it really like had some catchy stuff to it the uh, acts and the different things the acrobats was absolutely amazing if you've mm-hmm. been to a circus LA, you'll know the only thing i'll say for this one is i've been to a few different circle soleils lanuba a few in uh, vegas and a couple of other places there was stuff with trampolines mm-hmm. where they run up the walls and they fall and they do all this stuff mm-hmm. and that's one of my favorite things for circus soleil this version um drawn to life didn't have it mm-hmm. um but it had different kind of acrobatic acts they had these wheels going all around and these guys, I mean, you can easily see they're risking their life for entertainment, which yeah. doesn't sound right as you say it, but it's so just amazing. You're sitting at the edge of your seat watching it. Um, mm-hmm. And then, as I said, the story was amazing. It pulled at your heart because it had some emotional parts to it mm-hmm. Um the acting in it and the acrobats were absolutely just amazing. You're going to come out of that just happy. And what's really amazing about this building is no matter where you sit, you have amazing seats. Mm -hmm. And I'll say for myself, don't sit, you know, you think, Oh, I want to sit up front close. We sat the section back and to us, we like that more because you're able to see more of the stage, more of the acts. You're able to see more of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also helps that the prices are better a little bit back. My personal opinion, save your money, go a little bit back more. You'll mm-hmm. not regret it unless you like being up front. Um, I mean, there's always a chance being up front. They could take your kid on stage before the show starts to do drawings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they talk with someone up in the front. So if you're into that, maybe you, you want to go closer. But if you want to see more of what's going on, I'd say that section back, even all the way, all the way in the back, back, you're still up close. So I, I don't think there's a bad seat in that, that show. Yeah, I would prioritize being sort of in the center of the U um, over Mm -hmm. being close. So even if you were in, let's say, even the very back row, the closer you are to the center of the U, the better. Um, But really, I mean, no matter where you sit, you're going to enjoy the show. It's exciting. Like you said, it does have moments that tug at your heartstrings. There's some Disney Mm -hmm. animation being projected in different parts of it. So it's, it's got a little of everything. And it's one of those things where you're like, wow, I can't believe they're physically doing that feat. But you also walk out feeling something. And that's what, that's what I want. I want to feel moved. Yes. You know, and, and that's why I said, like, the story was so much more powerful than Lanuba because it really, I, I think it resonates with a lot of people. And seeing the show, it's hard to explain. It. I don't want to ruin it, um, but go to see it. See it. It's very, like, a feel-good family kind of a show. It looked like a collaboration between Disney and Circus Soleil rather than a Circus Soleil just being on property. 
Right. So uh, I definitely think they did a good job there. Okay. Where, where to after this? Was it, uh, did Frontera still happen? And if so, how did it compare to Rosa Mexicana? Really good. Really love Frontera, Mm -hmm. but Rosa Mexicana. (laughs) All day, every day? (laughs) Every day. Every day. I still recommend it, but Rosa Mexicana is Rosa Mexicana. Now, if you're looking for something on the Springs, you can't go wrong with it. Mm -hmm. Rick Bayless is the chef there, uh, or the owner, um, a famous Mexican chef. Highly recommend Rosa. Recommend Frontera. That's the difference. I'll recommend it. I won't highly. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Any dessert after that? Because I feel like there was a mention of sprinkles was a favorite of yours too. Did you ever make it over sprinkles? We, we didn't get trip? to sprinkles. No, no. We, we ended up not. Um, I don't think we ended up having anything that night. I think we were all kind of full. I, I don't think we did. Um, because I think we're also getting up early the next morning to do Chef Mickey's. Yes. So I think that's we ended up doing is, is we ended up going to Chef Mickey's. That was at 945. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to see the Fab Five, Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Goofy, and Donald, and take pictures with them, there's no better place. Um, the food, I still will say, I miss the breakfast pizza. Was it back to a buffet? I think you mentioned you, yes. you thought it was. Yes. Okay. Is it, it, it was back is to it the buffet. A good buffet? It, it's a good breakfast buffet. I wouldn't say it's amazing, mm-hmm. but um, the Mickey waffles, you can get there as many as you want. You get pancakes. Um, they had, you know, yogurts and uh, oatmeals and stuff and different eggs and different things. Um, so there, there's a lot of different breakfast choices. Um, mm-hmm. Fruits were very good. Coffee. Um, they give you. Um, I, I kept on saying pongo pongo juice, but it's not. It's pog juice, which is passion fruit, orange juice, guava, all wrapped up into one. Which, if you haven't had it, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Uh, you can get it there and at the Polynesian, which I got more of that that night when we had Ohana that same day. Um, and in between, we did the Magic Kingdom. So we ended up uh, running all over the place, you know, doing all our rides in Magic, um, Haunted Mansion, my wife's favorite, Pirates is mine. Um, good, you know, memories of childhood for me in that park. I, one of my favorite. Um, and that one, we, we hung out for most of the day there. We ended up going back to the hotel around 2, 3 o'clock, um, swam, shower, um, ended up driving to... Ohana for dinner, sat down. Uh, that one is still not back to the same. So they used to come to your table with the skewers and yeah. carve off meat for you. Uh, now it comes out as a platter, mm-hmm. um, cast iron, which is good, still good food. But I just feel it gets a little bit too cooked that way compared to when it used to be on the skewers. Still recommend Ohana, good food, good atmosphere, very fun um, you could also time it if you have a certain table um, to watch the fireworks. We actually had a good table to watch the fireworks, but we headed to the park, hopped mm-hmm. on the monorail, ended up uh, getting in park around like 8.30, where basically everything was starting to crowd up for the fireworks show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so instead of trying to make our way all the way up to the main hub in front of the castle, we decided this time, which we haven't done in years but sit in the middle of main street and watch the fireworks show there 
um, which now, if you haven't seen or don't know, they project all the lights that they're projecting on the castle up and down Main Street. So there's a lot to see in Main Street along with the fireworks and everything and the show and the music. And you still get to see Tinkerbell swing, you know, come down in her cable um, at the end. Uh, very magical. I love the fireworks there. And then as soon as the fireworks was over, the four of us, minus my wife, who went into shopping, shot over to Space Mountain for okay. our last ride in the Magic Kingdom, which is, as I said, our my family, uh, me and my son's favorite memory together and everything. Um, so we got to ride that the last time there. Um, we did ride again another time Tron that day. Um, so it was very fun doing that again. Did you get a chance to ride it after dark? No, uh, because of the timing and mm-hmm. that one, we got the virtual queue. Mm-hmm. So, um, we ended up riding it, you know, earlier in the day, like one, two o'clock. Okay. Okay. So next trip, I would make it a priority, especially if you're going to buy to do it at a lightning night. line. Yeah. Pick a, pick a nighttime. Right. That, that would be a must is to do it at night the next time. And then we ended up calling it an evening, um, heading back to the room, uh, unfortunately packing um, Mm -hmm. because the next day we were leaving. So the next day we woke up, we dropped our luggage off at at the bellhop for them to hold for the day because we had some chocolate and some other things that we didn't want melting. Uh, Mm -hmm. So as we said, is they kept it into that nice refrigerated room, all our luggage, no fuss, no muss. We ended up going into the Animal Kingdom, which was nice being the half day. Um, mm-hmm. Our flight was at 8 o'clock at night. Um, but we ended up uh, going through the park, doing our stuff. We went up to Rafiki's that day um, where you could do drawing. We didn't do drawing, but we went and pet the animals. Um, there's a bunch of pigs and goats that you can feed and pet and brush. So really cool thing plus you ride a hidden train that just nobody seems to know about um and then um again we rode pandora and as you come out of pandora there's a place called satuli canteen which is a quick service restaurant but doesn't taste quick service it's my favorite quick service on property I think. yes yeah hands down um for, for the type of food it is the best way you could explain it is like chipotle where you get to pick different ingredients. They put it together and it comes in a bowl. Um, You could choose rice, noodles, meats, salad. So kind of like that Chipotle kind of feel, but amazing. Yeah, much lighter than Chipotle. I I will say I love Chipotle. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But every time Mm -hmm. I have it about an hour later, I'm like, oh, I wish I hadn't eaten that. I feel so bleh. And this, uh, you feel so light and especially it's so hot. It's refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would recommend that if you are going to go there and you're writing flight of passage anyway i would do your mobile order and then the minute you sit down on your bike and you're about to go i would hit i'm here prepare my order and then i would ride and then i would go out and go right in that is a good one now i will always (laughs) use that one that is a great idea awesome job (laughs) never stop learning brent never stop learning (laughs) no no and and that's you always can learn something you know for me i i i think i know everything haha jokes on me um (laughs) but uh yeah so we we ate our food enjoyed um we ended up just 
doing a couple more things, Bugs Life. Um, so, you know, looked at the Otters, which if nobody mm-hmm. knows is sponsored by Otter Box, which mm-hmm. to me is one of the <laughs> biggest jokes that you can watch Otters sponsored by Otter Box. Took some more pictures and stuff and then ended up uh, leaving the park for the, you know, for the trip. Um, and it, it was quite early still. I think we were around one to o'clock, still had most of our day left. And we didn't need to leave to the airport to like almost six o'clock. So we ended up deciding we'll go back to the Springs and do some stuff around there. Maybe a little bit more shopping. Um, maybe just try some stuff. We ended up for the first time going to Everglaze Donuts. And wow, we were not disappointed. I don't know if you've ever had a donut there. I have not. Put that on your must-do list. Amazing donuts. If you're a donut lover or even a donut liker. This is the problem about Disney Springs is that there are far yes. too many choices too many. for sweet treats these days. Like there used to not be as yes. many. Now you've got everything pulling for your attention and you only have so much time and so much room in your stomach. Yeah. And that's the thing. And you know, the funny thing was, is before this trip, my wife looked at me and was like, listen, I really want to eat some stuff on the Springs and do this, do that, do that. And I turned to her and said, I'm all for it. Pick something to, to take out. Mm-hmm. And she kept looking and looking and looking and we're like, but we like that, but we like, but <laughs> too many foods and desserts. So, yeah. but we ended up, it was key going to that, that last minute thing of going to Springs, getting those donuts. We ended up playing uh, pool mm-hmm. at uh, the uh, bowling alley. In case you don't know, in the bowling alley it's upstairs, there's pool tables. I did not know there were pool tables there. I also recently heard that they have good food. Yes, uh, we didn't. Uh, we saw a lot of people eating there, and for what I heard, amazing. Um, but what was great, I think it was like eighteen dollars a table per hour for pool, no matter how many people. So, to me, if you're looking for an hour to kill on the springs or mm-hmm. whatever, very economical for a family of four or five, mm-hmm. you know, to sit and play some pool and get out of the heat and just have a fun time. Um, and then we, of course, concluded our trip, um, hopped in the car, drove to the airport, went through security, lickety split with our um, TSA pre-approved. We could have spent hours outside and still did more because we were through security so quick. Yeah. So while we were walking to our gate, one of the cart drivers that, you know, drive around with like, like six a seats. Golf cart. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of stopped and said, Hey, do you want to ride to your gate? I'm like, Oh, my gate's like two minutes away. It's uh it's, I think like three thirty was the gate mm-hmm. number or something like that. And I'm thinking that the first number must be the first of the gate. He goes, Oh no, no. That's all the way at the end. And I mm-hmm. went, yes, we will take that ride. The guy <laughs> shot us down. I mean, the thing moves at five miles an hour, but you're not carrying your stuff. Right. Definitely saved the day, went and sat, relaxed, flight home, amazing, no problems, got in on time. And then we got to, so we flew out of LaGuardia, which I live about 10 minutes from LaGuardia. Very easy to do. But we flew into Kennedy because at the time I booked it, they were still doing construction in LaGuardia. And getting out of there during the construction was a little spotty Mm -hmm. so i said oh we'll go to kennedy on the way home we'll catch a cab no problem not understanding jet blue now 
it is literally almost a mile walk to cab to Uber to the parking lot or to the air train. I don't know what the heck Kennedy was thinking. We ended up grabbing a porter, luckily, and throwing all our luggage on because each one of us had luggage and carry-on and all this stuff. And I'm like, we would not have made it. At midnight, we would not have made that walk. I don't know who designed that place, but ouch. (laughs) Yeah, no, when I went on a business trip recently, it was literally, (laughs) I want to say a 15 minute walk from from the TSA over to my gate. So I have I've officially recently decided to declare my allegiance to LaGuardia as far as New York airports go. It is agreed. So nice since the renovation and it's much easier to navigate. So yeah, that's going to be the cabs are right there. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. I feel exhausted just hearing about this trip because it sounds like you all I know you had some pool breaks and whatnot but it sounds like you were go 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 most of the time yeah I needed a vacation when I got back from vacation but that's usually how we vacation is we try to do as much as possible and then fall over at the end (laughs) yeah yep well I hear a lot of people say that with Disney you know with all the walking and everything it's it can be a lot, but I also feel like it gives me like the leeway to have all those wonderful foods and, you know, try what I want to try and yeah. all of that. So I ended up losing three pounds. So, oh, nice. Go figure. So <laughs> with the amount of walking. Yeah. So it, it, it was a win win. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I have to ask, um, in terms of this time of the year and what I've been hearing, how how was your assessment of how the crowds were? Um, I would say crowd level, probably about four or five for most of the day. I definitely don't think you're hearing a lot of on the things. Oh, there's nobody in Disney. Nobody in Disney. There's still plenty of people in Disney. Lines are still lines. Every restaurant is booked. Every hotel was full. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where people, I, I think a lot of people are saying, oh, no, no, nobody's going to Disney. Maybe it's just this time of the year, the numbers for them are slightly down, but I would, I would still say, don't go there thinking that you're just going to walk on every ride. So. Okay. All right. Well, it has been a pleasure walking through this trip with you. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast. Had a great time. Thank you for having me and, uh, and thank you. I hope that you will consider coming back on again in the future. And I hope you have a great day. Oh, absolutely. You too. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please consider rating or reviewing on iTunes or whatever platform you use for podcasts. Thank you again to Brent for being our guest. And with that, I'll remind you to keep daydreaming about where you long to be.